2: And all this type of thinking. You didn't like automatically clinch a bid last night, did you? Did I miss something? It's a good point. No teams ever made it without um, without uh, winning at least three games away from their home court. Ruckers stuck at one right now. They probably win at least one game in the Big Ten tournament, yet um, they have like some pretty high quality wins. And that's a pretty big win last night. You know, how how you knocking and let these guys in after a late season big win uh, like that. But, you know, when you talk about college atmospheres, it's not like a college atmosphere at Rutgers. They're not like college kids. They're savages, those people. Like, um... No, no, it's true. Like, college kids, like, look like Ariel and Jared. People that go to Rutgers look like people that are coming home from, like, Monday Night Raw. And, you know, <laughs> like, it's it's a different type of crowd. You know, like, look at, like, there was video. I tweeted out video last night of the Rutgers fans And it wasn't like a college crowd. It's like a sort of mid-20s. They were forced to go to college through community service or something, and they're just sort of there. But, man, I can understand why they win so much in that building. Like, what a polar opposite from the football atmosphere to the basketball. Oh, my God,
3: that is Like,
2: football, the place is a morgue. (laughs) Like, basketball, (laughs) like, you're going to end up in a morgue. Like, when you go in there at the rack. But I'm pulling for them. I'm pulling for them. A good story, good basketball team, and uh, are they one of the top 68 teams in the country? You have to say yes. I think they're going to get in. Them. Yeah, yes, they'll get in, in. Even I though they're going to buck, they'll probably yeah, uh, they're going to have to. I got to tell you, if they if they lose the first game in the Big Ten tournament, just because everybody gets all excited around these parts, doesn't mean that you know what I mean. The committee in yeah. Indianapolis is doing cartwheels.
4: I'll say this right now, and and you know you mentioned earlier this week that Joe Leonardi's pretty good at this bracketology thing. So uh, you know I we don't take it for gospel. But you can pretty much tell that they're safely in right now as one of those teams that has a buy, which means they're one of the top so six. I four. love
2: uh, I love Renari; he's a good guy. But <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I didn't know Joe is like the bracketologist of basketball. Lenardi, not, <laughs>
4: oh, <okay>. not Ranieri. not <laughs> Lenardi. I love Joe too, but he's not. Talking, I was like, I was like, oh, well, Renari's doing brackets now. <laughs> no, I mean Joey brackets. That's why he's not here. So, so yeah, that's that's what he's 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 in the brackets lab right he's, now. He's like Lenardi. So it's, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Leonardi actually bitched the other day that he was on the air too much. Yeah, you got to be that. careful. You got to be careful. You might get your wish there. He Joe. did say that. He's so, like the weirdest looking dude I've ever seen on TV. I,
4: I've called games with him because he does stuff in St. Joe's. I used to do stuff for Lasalle. I've actually done a game with him before. He's a nice guy. Uh, but but he's got him. Uh, you know, slated in the Albany bracket right now. Yeah, but he's against he's Arizona, in, so he, that's like a home game basically for uh, Rutgers there. If they get Arizona in Albany in the first round. You get a lot of those Piscataway crazies go up there to uh, Albany. It's nothing like
2: Albany. Albany and Piscataway, how far is that, Jerry? Two
4: hours? Three hours? It's not two hours. Yes, it is.
2: No, no. It's, L- an, let's hour it
4: right, it's an hour right now
5: to, to Piscataway. I would. Don't go out to eat. Go out to Ida at Chili's. Chicken or shrimp fajitas are now on three for ten. So hear that chicken sizzle. Ooh, yummy. Or that shrimp sizzle. (laughs) They sound so similar. People laughing and having fun. Uh, Hey, Gary, maybe take it down a notch? It's a bit much. Sorry. sorry. Just kidding, Gary. Live your truth. (laughs) Go out to Ida at Chili's for three for ten. That's a starter, fajita, and Coke, all for ten bucks. Together, we Chili's. At participating restaurants only. Price may vary in
6: Hawaii. Call right now. That number is 800-485-6003.
7: At 28, I had struggled with opiate and meth addiction for 12 years. I did and said things that the sober me never would have done. One day I realized I was not invincible. I was not exempt. And that's when a friend told me about elite rehab placement. They gave me the tools I needed to get sober. And...
6: That's 800-403-5912.
8: Do you love golf, boxing, soccer, wrestling? Then sign up for the podcast from your favorite sport and never miss a show. With podcasting, we deliver the best programs directly to your computer every week. Automatically. Just go to sportsbyline.com and click on the Get Podcast button. You'll never miss another show. Visit sportsbyline.com today.
3: Dailyrodo.com. Learn from the game's best, deepest players. We don't just give you premieres, we play every day. All major sports, all year round. We never stop. Industry leading DFS tools and projections, and now the DailyRoto.com optimizer. In minutes, build and optimize lineup for cash games and journeys. Learn the game's best DFS players. Join DailyRoto.com.
9: Are you or someone you love one of the nearly one million Americans living with Parkinson's disease? There is no known cure, but you have the power to help change that by participating in a clinical trial. The Michael J. Fox Foundation will help get you started. Visit michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack to download the new Parkinson's Trial Participant Pack. It's free and available right now. That's michaeljfox.org forward slash participant pack
10: You can save more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now.
6: 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. 800-814-5188. That's 800-814-5188.
11: Did we just become best friends? Yup. The best friends forever. With Adalberto Mondesi, I have him as my ninth shortstop off the board, just behind Glaber Torres, Xander Bogarts, and Javier Baez. Which means I'm probably not going to have any Adalberto Mondesi this upcoming season, Greg, because he is somebody who is creeping up draft boards right now. I love it. You're all about speed,
12: average, and runs, and now I have a guy ranked higher. And you know what? The speed, average, and runs. He anymore. doesn't hit average, Greg. He's a Look 250 hitter. This.
3: Weekdays 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the SportsGrid Network. Full time fantasy. Nikki Ahmed just got
13: paid $32 million by the Arizona Diamondbacks. They're committed. He just seems to be getting better as a hitter. A little bit more power, a little bit more speed, cutting down the strikeouts, better average. I don't hate Nikki Ahmed. You want to take him as the 20th shortstop? I'm very fine with
3: that. Weekdays, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers.
14: Welcome to the morning after. It is time for our segment, Guess the Line. We have conference tournaments starting up today, and we're going to go through some of these conference tournament games that will be going on today, and we're going to have the guys guess the line to see how well they really know the odds makers. Our first one, guys. You ready? Okay.
4: You want to go first, Gabe? You want me to go first? So
14: you're gonna you're gonna hide your answers. Oh,
4: we're gonna hide. We're and same you're gonna time. write them on
14: the board, like and Jeopardy. at the same time you're gonna flip them over, and we'll see who gets it right, or as close to right as possible.
4: Air Force
2: and Fresno State.
14: Yep. So here are your records. Play
2: over under fans at this game will be 13. <laughs> yeah, that's one number I'll give you.
4: <laughs> I need a, I need a, a something to erase <laughs> this with after I write. Air Force uh, versus My hand's gonna uh, get Fresno
2: State. God, this is a bad game.
14: So Air Force is 11-19 and 19 overall this season. 5-13 in the conference. Yeah, give me one of those wipes. Fresno out, State 11-18 and yeah, 18 overall. 7-11 okay. in the conference.
4: You can be on the air for a second. It's okay. Prime, we it's okay. were talking about you. you All right, we got some wipes now. All right, All right, are we ready here?
14: Yeah, so guess the line. What is the line of Air Force versus Fresno State? Air Force has State? been
4: dreadful this year. Fresno State actually, the, one of those conference wins I remember was an upset. I'm going to go Fresno State minus 4.5.
14: It's four and a half Fresno State. Alright, Gabe, what's your answer?
4: I'm gonna say
2: um, I'm gonna say Fresno State minus two.
14: Minus two.
2: Yeah. I got right. one and a half, but you know, we'll say two. I'll, I'll make two my final answer.
14: All right. The answer is.
4: Oh, oh that's oh. not it. Oh, that's not it.
14: <laughs> Live television.
2: You know, I defended uh, five and a half. Five and a half. I
14: Fresno defended State. Barstool
2: Bryan too. And uh... <laughs> West Virginia in the house. (laughs) Five and a half, huh? I'll take Air Force.
4: So that's a win
2: for me, right?
4: That means I get... The
14: win for Jared, but yeah, what are your thoughts on the game?
2: That's too high to lay with Fresno State. They both suck. They're They're both both, terrible. There should be points in the game. Neither of them really play defense. It's a bad basketball game. See, last night, I know you even sent the matchups last night. I could have looked, but I was like, ah, I'll make it fresh coming in here. Uh, but God, this is a bad game. Okay, and this is an afternoon game too. Three o'clock. Huh?
15: Three o'clock. Yeah, yeah. I'd
2: take I'd take Air Force. Air Force plus the five and a half. The Murrey Power Rankings only have Fresno minus one and a half. <laughs> it's too too high.
14: All right, we're going to our next Mountain West game, I think. Unless, oh no, never mind. It's Ohio Valley because we're oh, going in alphabetical order. Jacksonville State versus Eastern Illinois. This is one of the later games of the night. Jacksonville State 13 and 18 overall, 8 and 10 in conference play. Eastern Illinois 16 and 14, 9 and 9 in conference play. What is the line in this game?
4: Oh, God. That's the Tony Romo school, right? Eastern Illinois? The question, and it's the Morocco school, too?
2: The question is who cares what the line is of this game? Is this the school with snacks, though? I think it is, no,
4: that's actually. Jackson State. Uh, not Jackson, Jackson, Not yeah. Jacksonville State.
7: Yeah. Very confusing.
4: It's going to go with Jackson. Very we'll confusing because snack. the snacks right. was playing. I, I Eastern Illinois is favored. I'm going to say I wrote this down I have the Jared Smith power rate three and a half. So we'll go Eastern Illinois three and a half. That's what I'm writing down. Minus three and a half.
2: I'm going to go higher on this one. I'm going to say Eastern Illinois uh, six and a half.
14: Okay, let's see what the line is. Barstool Brian, we have Eastern Illinois favored at two and a wow. half.
4: So. so you like so then you really like Eastern Illinois then in this game. Uh yeah, but I don't know where it's being played. That's a that's a fair point. I don't know where it's being played either. Where the Ohio Valley is, I uh, should have looked that up. I don't I I don't know. Uh, I, I'm assuming somewhere in the Ohio Valley.
14: So wait, what's our updated? Score no,
4: Jacksonville was,
2: State. Was I had three and a half, so I got closer. Okay. Jacksonville State though, uh, not Ohio Valley. Jacksonville St- no.
4: Jacksonville State I think is in is in. It's in Evansville, Ohio is where this tournament's being put. Evansville, Ohio? You mean Evansville, Indiana? So the tournament's being played in Evansville, Indiana. So c- way closer to eastern Illinois.
2: Why are, uh, Jackson, like why East- are Jacksonville State playing in
4: uh, <laughs> they're in the Ohio Valley. In eastern Illinois. I don't know.
14: Interesting. Next one. Moorhead State is playing tennis. Oh, wow. Moorhead State. Yes. Morehead State 13 and 18 overall, seven and eleven in conference Moorhead play. Not- State right. 17 and 14
2: overall, nine you know, like, where'd you pick these games? Like, <laughs> they're in the That's Ohio the I guess you know what? I guess you pick these games because they have a point spread. Yeah,
14: exactly. Because
2: like, even the odds makers are like that. Yeah, nobody, like, we're <laughs>
4: not like, we're not really too concerned about this one. They
2: didn't have
14: to worry about cheating.
4: Clearly, Tennessee State's the better team. I, I, I have this as five and a half in my power ranking. So we're gonna go Tennessee State minus five and a half.
2: And we should know, Jared said before, well, I sort of went over this earlier before.
4: Well, but. I looked at, I did research the teams last night. She sent the email at like
2: 11 o'clock. Now, you're supposed to just walk in and look at them. <laughs> um, and I even told Ariel, Good I saw, deal. Deal. I saw uh, the email and I told her, these games are way, t- like some of them are way too obscure and stupid. But that's Don't what do makes them. it
14: fun. That's what makes it fun because if we did any of these big games, yeah, if we it, did if we did Minnesota
4: we against Indiana, we would know. I mean, we've been t- capping that. Yeah, The Mountain
2: outward. West was good. The Mountain West. Yeah, was we'll good.
4: do the Mountain West. All right, so those uh, are the only two
2: from
14: Ohio. Yeah, yeah,
4: yeah, yeah. This is all Mountain West. After
2: yeah. this. All right, I'm just gonna I'll throw a dart here. I'll say uh, Tennessee State is uh, minus uh, five and a half. That's what I
4: said. <laughs> okay, we can have a push. Yeah, well, have a
2: push. Oh, oh is it five. Is that what he said?
4: He's well, let's see how half. close we are.
2: Four and a half, six and a half. Wow, we were way off. Two, way off. Where's the game being played?
4: Great question. Probably, no, in in Evansville, Indiana. All right. Yeah. yeah, All right. Morehead State's in Kentucky. Tennessee State. Yeah, there's no geographical. So you
2: know what? I would take Tennessee State. I would too. I'd take Tennessee State. My That's all matters that matters if we can all. pick winners
4: out of this.
14: Yeah. Exactly. exactly. I would take Tennessee preview, State. It helps us preview these games in a more fun way.
4: Here we go. This one I at least <laughs> okay. I I kind of have an idea.
14: So this one, San Jose State versus New Mexico. So San Jose State 7 and 23 overall this season, 3 and 15 in conference. New Mexico 18 and 13 overall, 7 and 11 in conference play. What's the line?
4: Man, I thought San Jose State's football team was bad. Their their basketball team is pretty bad too.
2: I'll say um
4: Eight and a half. I'm going to say ten and a half. I think this is a big number for New Mexico.
14: Oh, Okay, we're going big here. So oh, you got it right got on the number.
4: Out. Hey, I
2: told you. Mountain West, a real conference. Guys <laughs> are asking about high school basketball. <laughs> what well, Do we have up next Don Bosco?
4: <laughs> Don That's Bosco so versus
2: North Bergen? Uh, Bergen I guess Catholic. the number, actually.
4: Bergen Catholic.
14: <laughs> so, Jared has two. Gabe has one. We pushed on another. Next one, Wyoming is seven twenty three overall, two and sixteen in conference play. Colorado State twenty and eleven overall, oh, eleven Wyoming and seven really in conference. Really
4: bad. There's no. uh, There's no. Two and sixteen. Uh, Josh Allen's not going to save this Cowboys team, huh?
2: It's hard Holy to go moly. two and sixteen in that conference. Yeah, too.
4: <laughs> Holy moly. You
2: can it, like fall this, ass backwards into
4: like six <laughs> this, seven wins. This, this has to be double figures. I'm going to say Rado minus eleven and a half.
14: Okay.
4: Uh, well, I do
2: know this, so this is being played in Las Vegas. Correct. Um, so neutral court, Las Vegas, Wyoming, Colorado State. Uh, I'm going to say uh, Colorado State minus nine.
14: And Jared, what'd you say? Eleven and a half. All right, so nine and eleven and a half. Answer.
4: Wow.
2: Ten and a right, half. Right in between.
14: Right in the middle.
4: That's pretty good. That's pretty good. That's
14: Good. You guys basically went like two, one.
4: It was two? basically a push, because really those those Ohio Valley games were pretty bad.
14: What are you-
17: 800 439 7851. 800 439 7851. 800 439 7851. 800 439 7851.
18: I don't even recognize myself anymore.
17: I'm
19: really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever.
18: Hey, look, I, I never wanted to start using I, I knew the drill.
0: products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term.
3: That's Madesailers.com. Full-time fantasy.
13: Nicky Ahmed just got paid $32 million by the Arizona Diamondbacks. They're committed. He just seems to be getting better as a hitter. A little bit more power, a little bit more speed, cutting down the strikeouts, better average. I don't hate Nicky Ahmed. You want to take him as
3: the 20th shortstop? I'm very fine with that. Weekdays, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers.
14: close game we just played and guessed the line it ends up in like a two one and two it was fun <laughs> it was good
4: let's see if we can win some of those games
14: yes agree. Yeah, but
2: like a typical college student jared cheated and uh like actually went over the games and uh and, and uh, i knew he would and i told people in the chat true story what did i say i saw it i said it's a good idea but most of these games suck so just do it with the mountain west and um
14: through a little Ohio, about
2: yeah, it. no, no, I was fine. You got, you got to mix it up little. Nothing wrong with little Moorhead. Uh, nothing wrong with You're little Moorhead annoyed. State. Shout out to our boy Brandon in St. Louis.
14: Cam Stewart joining us now. Cam, he, Jerry cheated on this little test we had. Have you ever cheated on a test? Like you not
23: am Too stupid to cheat. That's my problem. Uh, go to community college. Uh, no, it's just kind of one of those things, you know. I just, uh, I'm, not, I'm not really cheating on tests. Not my thing. Knowing my luck, I'd write it on my sleeve, you know, start to sweat, be like all sorts of like ink on my hand, (laughs) teacher would find out. Yeah, it's just one of those things. I didn't have to cheat in school. It wasn't that difficult. The thing about school was uh, in the final year, as Gabe knows, the way they got things going and like when we live in Canada, you basically just need to get the minimum just to get out. They want to basically just not get you there anymore. So I ended up skipping school anyway to work at a golf course and clean clubs and make money. Oh, yes, I graduated. Definitely. I just did the bare minimum. I told you the story. Everyone pretty
2: <laughs> much knows the story in which I just uh, decided to stop going to school one day, and I made my own report cards uh, all year. And uh, is that considered cheating? Yes. If you no. Do it well, no. That's not that's to say.
13: resourcefulness.
2: Yeah, that's not to say. Yeah. I, you know what? It's actually, it actually is. That's like the it's Astros of cheating. It's strict. like the whole, it's like next level. But yeah, thinking back, I'm not going to, uh, I'm not going to lie. I've, uh, I did things along the way in, in school.
4: Why am I not surprised? <laughs> <laughs> like,
2: but not really. Like you said, nothing real sophisticated. Basically, like, you know, there was like a smart chick next to me. I was like, hey, uh, what do you got for?
14: Uh, <laughs> you want to tutor me? Yeah,
2: yeah. What do you, what do you got for? Uh, wink, wink. What do you got for answer one there? A or B, baby. <laughs> a or B, baby. <laughs> now, B or B, baby. I, could, uh, I could, I you know, I know Cam. I found out. I'm like, why is Cam on at 930? And I'm like, he should be on later. And uh, I'm like, he's not going to like this. I thought to myself, he's not going to like this. Uh, he's not going to be in a good mood. And uh, lo and behold, as uh, as um, we're during a commercial break, I hear ruffling going on about, you know, <laughs> I have a schedule to keep. I have a lot of stuff going on. I said, you know, Cam's like a, an old man getting cold soup at a deli. He's sending it back, and he's not happy. And I understand. And have me in like 18 different chairs. and moving around everywhere. People don't seem to realize we don't like change. I'm not I a know. fan of change, and I know you. No, I know. I know you. I'm
23: like a I'm like a young child. Uh, you know. You know. You're what your on at 10:30, not 9:30. You are correct. And I make plans? I got to do. I got to drive people places. You know, I got a lot. Of, I'm running a lot of things, Marenzi. You, you know. See, me, I know. Trying, try know. I know. Him.
14: Hmm? We appreciate you changing your schedule around for us. Oh, it's
23: okay. I was on a midnight last night too, you know? So I just uh, it's okay. It's okay. It's no big deal. I just say, you know, I got to flip stuff around. But you got to understand when you're dealing with parents that are seniors, they don't like change more than you. When you tell them you're going to do something at a certain time, they rattle, and then I text my mom. She doesn't check her phone till the next two days. She just learned how to text, right? So
4: you got to call.
2: We're messing with uh, Cam. Cam's uh, <laughs> Wednesday morning McDonald's family get together.
4: Tim Hortons run. He's got to go on a Tim Hortons.
2: <laughs> run. Which uh, Cam's mother yells at Cam still.
23: You're actually right, Gabe. It's the Wednesday uh, Wednesday meeting with the family. <laughs> <laughs> so they kind of beat me down and say, you know, how, how are things?
2: I told and, you, uh, like you know, I, 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 I where like. Where are the grandkids? One you know, of my Cam? skills. Cam can attest to this. Like, I could be, like, a FBI profiler. He's good.
23: He's good. Uh, Like,
2: I could, like, if you tell me, like, just give me, like, uh, this guy right now, he's on on wealth. Like, I'd be, like, be able to, like, narrow it down. Like, where did he go? What's he feeling right now? I'd be like, he's feeling rage right now. And uh, he's going to take it out on someone in about four to six hours. Um, That's what he's feeling. (laughs) See, I know. You got you got to think like a you know, to get into the mind of a psycho, right?
23: Oh, well, you know, every time I go for coffee, I'm mopping. It's like, replace your muffing. carpet. Your home stinks. Like it's just yeah. yeah now,
2: no, no, know no, You're gonna, gonna be in a. Time, you're gonna be all like beaten down on game time decisions. Yeah, as your mother's yeah. gonna tell you, you know, your house is a dump. Look at your yard. Yeah. How come uh, you, when know, I'm be, you day day day, day. don't take care of your place? <laughs>
23: exactly. It's like I don't got time to take care. What am I, Bob Vila? I don't have the oh, time nor
2: the skills. All right, so uh, what's the lock, Arnold Palmer? Oh, I feel
15: bad still. Sorry, Gabe. About
23: I can't that. help but
2: think, though, just like uh, sitting down. I'll have an they Arnold Palmer.
23: Parlay, too. They cost, <laughs> oh, yeah, I love Arnold Palmer. Nice, smooth drink. Mm-hmm. Uh, we hit the over in the game. Sorry about the side, Morency These guys.
2: Well, with the Leafs?
23: Oh, yeah, they just yeah,
2: they screwed there. me for $200 parlay.
23: Yeah, they screwed me. For I me. knew they
2: were going to screw me.
23: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had the devils under. Everything worked out except for those turkeys. But anyway, yeah, Arnold Palmer, delicious drink. Great golf tournament. Uh. The Florida Swing was fantastic. The Honda Classic last week was the best tournament outside a major. I love seeing guys put shots in the water. And that's the problem with the PGA Tour. Don't be like other sports. We don't need a team in basketball scoring 156 points. It was the best tournament because everybody was there. Guys are choking all over the board. Fleetwood puts one in the drink on 18. He could have won. That's excitement to me. But the problem with the players, ooh, the players, we don't want to be embarrassed. We want to look great. Oh, mine is 26 you know what? More people are into golf when the winner has like a minus four, minus five score means you're really grinded. That's why I like the U S open. When you, when you go in that tournament, you deserve it. You earned it because you are beat down for four days. It is a grind. And that's the way it should be played. There should be none of this minus 30 crap. This week's going to be fun though. Uh, Basically um, the chalk, I'm only taking one guy and I'm going to try to hit some flyers. I can't go back to Tommy Fleetwood at 14 to one. He just can't close the door. That was really, really frustrating. Uh, watching him last week but then again nobody realizes too and the broadcast did a horrible job some guy yelled in the middle of his back, way you know, boom and you could tell like and he put it on right in the water it's like stop doing that fans to to the europeans like it's it's not right he did it to alex noren before he shanked the shot it cost him a playoff like don't do a, you're the man stuff
2: let like me that. guess cam your guy here
23: yeah okay guess my guys if you're not fbi profiler you can uh i'll be very- You like
2: xander Shoffley this week
23: I kind of do, but he's not my top pick.
24: This is Jesse's O'Reilly Auto Parts story.
16: As a nurse, not making it to work was not an option, but driving through the snow with my wiper blades struggling, I just didn't feel safe. So I pulled into O'Reilly Auto Parts, and before I knew it, an employee was offering to install the wiper blades on my car. I got to stay out of the snow for a moment, and I still made it to work on time. Oh,
15: oh, oh, O'Reilly
7: Auto Parts
16: Isaac, you missed the winning dunk and cost your team the championship. What are your thoughts?
25: Well, I switched to Boost Mobile and got a super-fast network and four free Samsung Galaxy A20 phones, so even when we lose, I still win. It was an easy, fast break, and no one was near you.
5: You know what's fast? Boost Mobile's super-fast network. They're calling your shot the greatest miss
3: in history. Boost Mobile's prices are never a miss. I even get four lines for $25 per line per month.
10: Oh, look at that. The fans are burning your jersey.
3: Yep, the fans get it. My Boost Mobile network is in fuego.
16: Switch to Boost Mobile and get four lines for $25 per line per month with unlimited data and four free Samsung Galaxy A20 phones, all on our super-reliable, super-fast network. Step up with Boost Mobile. New customers only. Limited time offer while supplies last. It requires one port from eligible carrier and activation. One free device per line. Customers who use more than 35 gigabytes of data during a billing cycle will be deprioritized during times of network congestion. Offers and coverage not available everywhere. See BoostMobile.com or retailer for full details.
17: Imagine this is your money and someone wants to take it from you. Who is it? The IRS. They want your money. And guess what? They can legally take it. All of it if they want. Remember, they sent you that letter that said, Hey, you owe us a bunch of cash and we're going to take it from you. So what do you do?
10: Tune in and hang on tight as Fish Talk Radio takes you on a fishing adventure. We'll take you places you have only yet desired and the familiar favorites with live on-the-water insider tips. Join the party for a blue water, white water, and calm water adventure. Check out fish tips and trips online at fishtalkradio.com. Tune in for the all-natural attitude adjustment. Listen Saturdays at noon Eastern on the Sports Byline
3: USA Network.
4: So Which I, is g- rare. Usually the golfers are. Like, I wouldn't go
2: anywhere near this guy unless it's a major tournament camp. Yeah,
4: yeah and
23: he's a weird dude, too. Remember the story? Uh, I don't like hot liquids. Like, he, he's never had a hot chocolate.
4: Never had. I don't like, like hot liquids
23: you know, either. Yeah, he's
2: never had a coffee I or a. sweat.
3: You a soup. You don't like soup?
14: No, I'm saying. No, was soup. Was Drinking hot, soup? hot liquids. Does he like uh, soup?
4: You never have hot. I've I am iced coffee twenty four seven three six five. Me too. I don't drink care if it's ten degrees yeah. outside. Yeah, me
5: the
14: too. The
4: only time I will ever drink a hot liquid is when I'm at a football game in the freezing cold. I will occasionally have a hot. No, chocolate. that's alcohol. I love or hot al- well, or alcohol. Yeah, no, hot liquids are the key. The I sweat. Keys. I'm a big guy, Cam. When I drink hot I... liquids, I start sweating. My face turns oh. into like you know, Gary, it turns you're... into like Bruce Pearl. Yeah. during That's a correct. intense halftime That's speech. I don't drink,
2: yeah, I don't, drink, so yeah, I don't drink. I don't mind hot chocolate. Yeah. I don't it's drink cold. coffee though. I'm sure. He
14: so- definitely goes to Starbucks and goes, "I'll take a hot chocolate."
2: Uh, yeah.
4: <laughs> They put the nice marshmallows in there for you too.
2: I've been to uh I actually like uh no, I don't. <laughs> 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 the best way i putting it though yeah, I don't. I don't have like a personal crusade of like boycotting Starbucks, but yeah, I do not go to Starbucks. Doesn't I don't go to Starbucks. Me. Like I've spent maybe like ten dollars
4: at Starbucks in my life. Getting you a Starbucks gift card for your birthday.
14: Damn, real quick, what's your line? Nah, give the, it to a homeless person instead.
23: Oh, that's a tough one. Uh, I haven't even looked over the board yet. That, I'll tell you one thing: New Mexico. That line's gone up mm. to nine and a half. They should uh, take care of business.
4: Yeah, we we guessed that line.
14: Catch Gabe and Cam on Game Time Decisions later tonight. Thanks, Cam. Have a good one.
11: Fantasy Sports Today. When it comes to Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stan, when things are so hush-hush when it comes to Aaron Judge, the fact that they keep sending him for tests, that means either they don't know what's going on, which obviously is not a good thing, or they do know and they don't really want to reveal to the public how bad it is right now. So very worried about Aaron Judge. I'm just worried about guys that are built like this. They haven't been able to stay healthy. Stanton, Judge, even Miguel Sano. Weekdays,
3: 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. Eastern on the Sports Grid Network.
5: you
6: Packages start at $39.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Speak to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. You can now get Vivint's award-winning smart home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the top home security system of 2019. Calling the Vivint system the best for a complete package of home security and automation, the best pro-installed home security system, and the best home security system with cameras. And right now, you can get Vivint's best home security and smart technology for about a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation. Protect your home and loved ones for as little as a dollar a day. Call right now for your home security consultation. Call 800-282-5112. 800-282-5112. That's 800-282-5112.
14: Nine NBA games, four NHL games, and a bunch of college hoops, especially some of those conference tournaments. However, let's see first who Gabe's kicking off his lawn. Hey, you kids. Get off my
26: lawn. (laughs) I asked you nicely.
14: Well, now I'm getting very irritated. For
27: the last time, get the hell off my lawn.
2: All right, you know what? I don't want to get political, but I will. You know what I'm going to tell to get the hell off my lawn right now? Anybody that legitimately believes that Joe Biden has a hope in hell of, uh, of winning a presidential election. Joe Biden couldn't open up a uh, can of, like, fruit right now, all right? Like, Joe, Joe Biden needs to be, like, spoon-fed yogurt in the morning by Bob in Vermont. And you guys think that he's your great, like, he's the great hope? He's the great hope? Like, are you kidding me? Congratulations, Mr. Biden. You did a great job on Super Thursday. Oh, I mean, Tuesday. Oh, I mean, yeah, you dog-faced pony soldier boy. This guy's, like, bat-crap crazy. Like, bat-crap crazy. You know what? Um, At this point, maybe Marshawn Lynch should just uh, run (laughs) to get the black vote. (laughs) And why are black people saving Joe Biden anyways? What's he ever done for you besides put you in jail? Uh, But but nevertheless, they said I didn't want to get political. But you want a stone-cold lock? Bet on Donald Trump. All he does is win, 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 baby. What, what, what? Minus 163. Lock it in stone. All right, so speaking of presidents and politics and stuff like that, like if the Princeton students wanted somebody to be clueless and it was like high on medication to speak to them, they could have gotten Joe Biden. Instead, they got Marshawn Lynch. Evidently, Flavor Fave was unavailable. It's going to be rare that I'm going to defend a bunch of Ivy League -er, uh, kids here but I am going to defend these guys. Like, what's Marshawn Lynch going to... What's Marshawn Lynch speaking at Ivy League school for? Like, honestly. And what's Marshawn Lynch's connection to Princeton? You know? Like, I understand last year, Cory Booker was there. Cory Booker is going to teach you how to be corrupt, how to have no morals, how to accept bribes. He's going to teach you the real things that you need in this world. What the hell is Marshawn Lynch going to teach you? How to roll a blunt? Yeah, you know, Marshawn Lynch... Like, It's actually gold. You know, Marshawn Lynch speaking at Princeton is almost as ridiculous as it was when I used to speak to high schools. And um, you know how it ended? uh, Not very good. I spoke at a high school once. A kid and me got into an argument in the middle of my speech. He started mouthing off at me. So I told the kid, I said, kid, I don't care what you do in your life. I said, in fact, if you get up and quit school right now, I don't care. Uh, I said, "It's, it's your life. He did. He got up and He quit. And the teacher went out of the hallway to try to stop him, and he hit the teacher. None of it would have happened if I didn't speak that day. Think about that. This kid was like a golf kid. He's out there somewhere right now. He's probably one of our trolls in the chat, actually. This kid must hate me, thinking back, yeah, that Marenzi guy. Hey, I didn't tell you to push your teacher, dumbass. <laughs> All right? But Marshawn Lynch, okay? Uh, Marshawn Lynch, speaking of Princeton, like, Seriously. You go to Princeton, you're supposed to get a president, and at least a governor, a senator, something. I, I don't know, Gwyneth Paltrow, <laughs> you know, uh, Woody Allen, some sort of creepy celebrity. You know, I don't, like why are they? Like, who thought it was a good idea to bring in Marshawn Lynch? Like, Marshawn Lynch can't spell Princeton. Okay, let's just be real. Like, you're kind of insulting. I'm just stating. If you have a bunch of little brainiacs and you bring in some dude with like a gold grill and says, I'm just here because I'm getting paid, y'all, you know, I think you kind of got a problem, but this is, it speaks to my point once again. College is a big waste of time. Going to college are hot cheerleaders and uh, I guess betting on it. Other than that, it all sucks. You all suck. Get the hell off my lawn. I love you, Marshawn, but Princeton? And come on, Marshall should be speaking to Youngstown State or something. Get the hell off my lawn.
27: Hey, you kids. Get off my lawn. I asked you nicely. Well, now I'm getting very irritated.
3: For the last time.
27: Get the hell off my
3: lawn.
14: I had a Broadway speak, a woman who wrote for Broadway shows speak at our commencement speech. I don't even
4: remember who my commencement speaker was. I s- remember. I
14: saw that the, um, the guy Penn from... Penn State's
4: here because they do it all by colleges, so it was only like a few hundred of us. You didn't, didn't have
14: that. one big one at the end?
4: I probably didn't, yo. I just know. Joe Biden actually spoke
14: at one of the graduations during my year, not mine because we're the communications school, but he did speak at one of them. And we had snipers on the that? roof. How about that? It was crazy. For the whole week, it was shut down. He was vice president at the time, so like there were snipers everywhere, and we had to go through security to get on campus. I'm
2: assuming... You have, so in other words, you're holding out. You have a Joe Biden touch me inappropriate story? No, he wasn't. Did he he reach in and, like, you know, whisper sweet nothings in your ear?
14: He wasn't. I've heard heard he can get
4: really creepy with that stuff.
2: He's more hands on than Isaiah Thomas.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Which one? There's two of them, right?
2: Uh, There's
4: the the former coach, former player, and then the one who currently is playing.
2: Yeah, well. Between the two of them, one of them lost a job as a general manager in the NBA for sexually harassing a secretary. And the other guy's just a player in the league. So, yes, it's the old Isaiah
4: Thomas. Yeah, I don't remember who was the commencement speaker at Penn State. I don't even, that doesn't even register.
14: So it wasn't anything that no. stood out to you? It's I, like
4: the diplomas, I feel like the college diploma is like the least exciting process about being in college.
14: Gabe, yeah, didn't you say you spoke somewhere?
2: Uh, I've spoken uh, universities, high schools, bar mitzvahs,
14: bar mitzvahs,
2: yeah, bar mitzvahs, uh, bar, mitzvahs um,
4: bar mitzvahs.
2: That would be universities. I I spoke in front of a sociology uh, class before. Um, never ends well. Sociology. Yeah, uh, never, uh, ne- never, never ends well. Have That's when I realized the, uh... what a waste of time university is when they thought it was a good idea to bring me in to talk to the kids. Like I I was even thinking like, what the hell are they going to get out of this? And it was interesting though. 'Cause uh the uh, the professor the professor was a big fan of mine and my show and he thought my show was like a community, which it was. And he said, Your show is like a city and he goes, You're like the mayor and he goes, There's like an the ecosystem. Uh no, okay. no, no. Uh but um, he said there's like an ecosystem. Because I was wondering, what the hell, like sociology, what, what, sports rage, <laughs> what's the connection? Uh, what's the connection? But um, no, it ended it ended poorly. I got into a big argument with uh, one of the students, and uh, that was pretty much the end of my speaking. Uh, I didn't get paid. Basically, after a while, I got tired of it. I was doing a ton of these speeches and stuff. Like I was getting called left and right. I got called in. I told a story before. I got called in to speak to a high school class that I got kicked out of. (laughs) And right before I went on, when I went on the stage, I told the lady, the head, like the principal, I told her, I said, I'm surprised you invited me back considering how it ended. She goes, oh, how did it end? I said, you don't remember? Like, you know, I quit. I left. She's like, you never graduated from here? I'm like, no, no. I said, God, no, no. And like, she wanted me to lie. She goes, you can't tell the people this. And I said, I can't tell them I didn't. So of course I yeah, went that was out.
14: the story I was referring. Yeah. And I
2: told people that yeah yeah and uh, you know I said I made a mistake by leaving here and I regret it. And then the kid well, he goes now you're the host of the Montreal Canadiens Canadians post game show so why are we even here? <laughs> <laughs> I told him wow well, you, you know answer that. Yeah. I said wow well, you know and like
14: Those days were
2: different. Yeah yeah day I sort of got lucky. Uh, stuff. Uh, but uh, yeah. So if anybody's out there bar mitzvahs, I'm available.
4: Bar mitzvahs. I'll keep that in mind when I have
2: kids. two thousand uh, dollar starting uh <laughs> starting fee.
14: Speaking wow. of Marshawn Lynch, is he on an NFL team this year?
2: Mm. No, I don't know why he was last year.
4: Seattle had Layups. massive injuries.
2: Yeah. And what did he what did he average food? when he was there? Was like like one point nine. Yard. It
4: was like two yard, two and a half yards a carry. Like nobody he was, scored like five touchdowns. Though,
2: nobody was right? losing any sleep over it. No. He's like a novelty. And listen, I don't want to come across raw with to get off my line. I like Marshawn Lynch. Sure. But why is he speaking at Princeton? Like, why would the University of Princeton think it would That's be a good idea? That's the better
4: idea? question. That's the better question. Like, if, if Marshawn Lynch, joke. you're like, oh, yeah, I'll take the money. Sure. But you know, know
2: what? Like, honestly, I said Youngstown State. But you know what would be perfect for him? Like, Long Beach. You know what I mean? Like, somewhere in California, out there. You know, like, it's just... The Arizona thing is, listen,
4: State was what was what I picked. And I'm
2: not saying he's not a smart dude. Party school. Marshawn Lynch is a smart guy. I mean, the guy's... He's made a persona for himself. He's made a brand for himself.
4: Yeah, he has a brand. Very defined He's brand.
2: made a lot of money. He is a smart guy. He's, he's his own cat. Like, you know what I mean? He's going to do what he wants to do. But at the same point in time, like, you know.
4: He, he also could have agents that are pushing him for these gigs because he knows he's probably not going to be playing in the NFL. And I don't know if Princeton's the right fit, but I'm sure he has no, I, you know, people and all that are like, signed. hey, give
2: speeches. Yeah, but he's, he's not getting that much money for this either. Probably like, not. It's, it's I mean? actually
4: more the name. I would say the, the, the name value of him just doing it is kind of more you know valuable to him than actually whatever monetary gain he has from it, I would say. Because now he's probably going to be a motivational speaker, and so I mean, the thing he, is, maybe listen, he wants a to lot do that of these, with the next <laughs> stage of his career. A
2: lot of these speakers, he can't talk. He doesn't <laughs> talk, to like maybe he like, wants you, to get better at that. Though this no, is I why agree. how stupid yeah, yeah. this is. He
4: used to wear his helmet during interviews. I mean, it was weird. So you have was, a
2: guy that doesn't speak to people. Like, you know, why don't you just get Kawhi Leonard?
14: <laughs> no, <laughs> yeah, you know,
4: I make mean, Kawhi like,
2: Leonard.
14: Ken will deliver. Duke's 2020 commencement speech,
4: but he's like funny. No, he's funny
14: and he's a doctor. The guy from Kenja,
3: and he went to Duke.
5: coming out of the bunker, leaving the range, or even leaving the course. What's your story? Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
3: Pharrell on the bench.
27: There are people that want the NCAA to literally have the tournament, and there would be no fans allowed to go to the games. Who in their right mind thinks that that's going to go over well? No one's there but the players and the coaches. Can you imagine
3: the failure of that tournament this year if they don't let fans go to the games? No cheerleaders. No bands. Just players playing? Catch the show weeknights at midnight on the Sports Grid Network.
2: We We are very much alive!
3: Super
29: Tuesday proving to be a super day for former Vice President Joe Biden and his campaign to win the Democratic presidential nomination.
2: Make no mistake about it. This campaign will send Donald Trump packing.
29: Biden declared the winner in the Texas Democratic primary in eight other states, Texas being the second biggest prize in the Super Tuesday primaries with 228 delegates. The biggest primary of the day was California, with 415 delegates. Senator Bernie Sanders appears to have won there. He's also the projected winner in three other states. The clear results still pending in Maine, where the race between Biden and Sanders has been too close to call. And you're listening to USA Radio News.
27: Hello, this is Wayne Allen Roode, relentless conservative warrior, middle-class warrior, and always Trump warrior. I have a message from my fellow patriots across America. President Trump is making America great again. He's the only president in my lifetime who is keeping his promises, and his biggest promise is to build that wall. President Trump can only do it with our help. If Congress won't fund Trump's wall, we will. President Trump is one man against the world, and what globalists and socialists around the world want is clear, open borders. It's time to take a stand. We either build a wall, or it's the end of the greatest nation in the world history ever blessed by god that's why i founded the root for the wall pack 63 million trump voters together will raise the money president trump needs for the wall anyone who donates a hundred dollars or more will get a beautiful commemorative wall brick display it proudly call 844 root wall that's toll free 844 root wall or go to rootwall.com we will build this wall together call 844 root wall or go to rootwall.com root for the wall pack pay for it is responsible for the content of this message not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee rootwall.com
29: More now on Super Tuesday balloting. The former New York City Mayor Michael Bloomberg is appearing on ballots for the first time. But he's looking ahead to the Florida primary in two weeks, holding a rally on Tuesday evening in West Palm Beach. He was introduced by TV celebrity judge Judy Scheindland, who took a shot at Senator Bernie Sanders.
12: This is the greatest country in the world. It doesn't need a revolution.
29: Meanwhile, NBC is reporting that Bloomberg is going to make a decision on the fate of his campaign tomorrow. Tennessee Governor Bill Lee confirming at least 25 people are dead from tornadoes that tore across his state early Tuesday morning. Despite the tragic loss of life, Lee says he's proud of the response from officials as well as everyday people. The powerful storms moved through the Nashville area early this morning when most folks were sleeping. And this is USA Radio News.
7: Friends and family, did you have a great night's sleep last night? I did. I'm healthier than I've ever been. I work better than I ever have. And you know what? You can have that health. You can have that good night's sleep if you order a MyPillow. Try it. Mike Lindell guarantees it. He's got a 60-day money-back guarantee on the MyPillow and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special. Use my promo code USA or call 1-800-951-8175.
29: In Stamford, Connecticut, a judge sided with state prosecutors Tuesday in dismissing a murder charge against Fortis Dulos. He was accused in connection with the disappearance of his estranged wife, Jennifer, but he died in January after a suicide attempt. Dulos' attorney, Norm Pattis, had wanted to continue the case so as to clear his late client's name once and for all.
1: Mr. Dulos' memory remains stained by these scandalous accusations, and we'd like a chance to raise them in an open court.
29: Pattis saying that a third party killed Jennifer Dulos, and he says he knows the murderer's identity but did not disclose a name. The three major stock indexes on Wall Street finishing the Tuesday trading day down, despite a surprise rate cut by the Federal Reserve to bolster the U.S. economy amid coronavirus concerns. The key interest rate was cut by a half a percent. It led to a brief rally, but in the end, the Dow closed down 786 points. Former CNN anchor Bobby Batista has died at 67. She passed away after a four-year battle with cervical cancer. She'd been one of the original CNN headline news anchors when the network launched in 1981. Batista, best known for anchoring CNN's Talk Back Live, which aired before a studio audience on the show, she covered the Challenger explosion, the assassination attempt on President Reagan, and the terrorist attacks on 9-11. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes.
14: So NBA favorites and dogs were split at four and four ATS with three upsets, overs five and three. But the Lakers beat the Sixers one twenty to one oh seven. The Lakers also covered as twelve and a half point home favorite. Wow, barely. Barely, but they did against the yeah. 76ers team that's beat up and has been struggling on the road despite not having Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid.
2: That's one of these deals with Philadelphia, and you know we over we oversimplify things. I don't know why my picks aren't twenty and zero like on our daily picks here. Just bet against Philadelphia on the road. Like, it's one of those deals, seriously. It doesn't matter whether Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid are there or whether they're both not there. They don't cover on the road. It's amazing.
14: going east to west.
2: Yeah, yeah. You know, a lot of people thought that game was somewhat of a trap last night, though. Just one of those weird, what what have I been talking about a lot? Like, big-time teams can get bored at this time of the year. Look at Golden State and Denver.
14: You are saying the Lakers don't seem to get bored.
2: No, no. They enjoy racking stats up. They're a damn good basketball team. The Clippers are good. The Lakers are good, but uh, Philadelphia—that it's just—it's basically, you know—you can uh, send your kids to uh, send your kids to Youngstown State uh, by betting against uh, was, <laughs> betting against the Sixers on a nightly basis on the road.
4: This was a weird game, though. Actually, the Sixers hit a three to pull within eleven in the last thirty seconds. Oh, it was a Avery, backdoor definition. Avery Bradley had a layup with ten seconds left. They were getting
2: killed all night.
4: Yeah, you yeah. know what
2: I mean. And sort of.
4: The Lakers had the lead in the fourth quarter, and and they had they pretty much had this game in tow. They were up fourteen with a minute left, and then Philly hit the three, and then Bradley had the backdoor cut. You almost it's almost like they knew. With Ten seconds left, game was over. They wild wild
2: night in the NBA last night. to yeah. so talk about Tim Duncan. Listen, I like I've been a big proponent of Becky Hammond. I do believe she's going to be the first. Uh, it's obvious she's going to be the first woman's coach of a men's team. Absolutely. She's you know you never know what job she's been offered, but. She's turned down college interviews and jobs before, like the I Colorado bet she's been State a job.
4: job at some point too.
2: Uh, nah, but she's not taking she's a League. She's she's to- that's the whole thing. She's already. She's it's she's like Eric Biani. you know, like when Eric Biani they said, "Well, why don't you take the Colorado Buffalo job?" Because he's already a Super Bowl champion offensive coordinator.
14: If he waits long step enough, step back, get
2: that Beck, yes, yes, job Becky. Yes, Becky Hammond then is already. She's number three in an NBA line. Mm-hmm. She's not like the head assistant, but she's the second. So she's third in line here. So why
14: did she not get the spot in Tim Duncan?
2: Because, Errol? Because, because the NBA, this would be, look, you're you're a woman. This is going to be such a massive moment.
15: Mm-hmm.
2: You want press from all over the world. You want, the NBA wants to, like, embrace this and, you know, have press conferences and basically state, hey, especially after the China's, hey, look at how much we're into right. We love everything. They don't want to just roll it out on a Wednesday night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like in Charlotte. Hornets. And like, yeah. you'd be like, oh, what, you guys made league history? Yeah, like, yeah, right, like yeah. just like that. You, you decide 18 minutes for the game, no one knew. There's bigger things coming for Becky Hammond. Yeah. Like, she's going to be she a head coach.
4: Too. She knows it.
2: Yeah. I was
14: also told by the guys in the pit that. Duncan scouted the Hornets a month ago, and that also led to him and playing the And,
4: the, the, and that's a thing. That was a thing in college basketball. There was three assistant coaches on the team I worked at, and each one would get different teams to scout. So that probably played a factor, is that, you know, and, Tim was just the, the Hornets scout. And-
10: When you're diagnosed with metastatic breast cancer, a million questions flood your mind. How can this be happening? Am I going to be able to work? What's a subtype? What do I do now? We know. We went through it,
17: too. But once you start to understand your options,
10: you can partner with your doctor and find ways to face MBC on your own terms.
17: Visit findyourmbcvoice.com and learn how to speak up and have a more informed conversation with your doctor.
10: Some questions have answers. Visit findyourmbcvoice.com to find some of yours.
6: Want to fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. Prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 80-754-4531. 80-754-4531. 80-754-4531. That's 80-754-4531. We are the Debt Destroyer Network.
9: Visit today. Dad, what are you
21: doing? Cramming for college. I'm the one going to college. Yeah, but we need to figure out how we're gonna pay for it all. Discover student loans. Discover does student loans? Yeah. They're one of the top student loan lenders in the country. It takes fifteen minutes or less to apply and there are no fees for the life of the loan. Well, I can't catch rewards if I get good grades. Really? Yeah. We still have time to apply and a great rate. So I can mean just chill
17: the best TheBestDate100.com. One more time, TheBestDate100.com.
14: We have a bunch of NBA games on tonight, and one of them I'm looking at is the Pelicans at the Dallas Mavericks tonight, and...
15: I
2: wanted to bring that up, sorry, I wanted to bring that up yeah. about the Pelicans last night. What did they end up with, 274 points behind in that game? It was 137
4: to one 139, 134.
2: Yeah, so right right around there.
4: 273.
2: The total of the game was 246.5 before the game. And people are like, oh, it's too high, it's too high. And I told uh, I told Window Will before, I said, well, anytime you see an extreme total like this, you take the over. You see that on the highest over and over, and the lowest uh, unders under is under. Their, their, their list got away for a reason. Yeah, it was amazing. They set it at 246. People were freaked out, and it went nearly 30 points over that number. That's why, like, when people get talking about the Pelicans and stuff, they're a fun team, but that's not, like, a legitimate team. No. When you're playing games that are in the 2 yeah, it's fun. and at the ABA. I want, you know what? It's funny, too. I wanted to get to Daryl Morey, actually, too. I don't know if you guys saw that. Um. That was going to be my lawn, but I got uh, upset about many other things. <laughs> so Daryl Morey was bitching. Daryl Morey said yesterday, he did one of the talk shows, and he said that he's getting tired of watching NBA games and NBA crew announcers and, and studio hosts. Yeah, hate watching the game and bitching all the time. He goes, you watch NBA games now, and all it is is old players bitching about how this sucks. All they do is shoot threes. They're not playing defense. And he's like, you know, why don't you enjoy the game? He's like, you know, you don't see this in their leagues. And that's not true. See so in baseball. No, you see it all the time. You see it in football all the time when they're like, yeah, 400 yeah. yards doesn't mean what three, it's like 300 yards, right? But, you know, he has got to understand, not everybody likes watching 103 three point shots taken a game. Like, there's got to be. I'm not anti analytics and I'm not anti modern basketball, but he's got to understand. And also, bro. Has your team ever won? Like, has this analytics thing ever won for anybody in the NBA yet? No. You know, like I, you could say the Golden State Warriors. Golden State Warriors aren't analytics. They're good players. They, you know, they're like Steve Kerr, like, they're not built on a computer model, like their style would of play, like the Rockets the, are.
14: Would you think that the average NBA fan likes the high-scoring games?
2: Uh, I think not like last night. Like do you like when you get to the point where like I was watching it, there was people were just standing around. It was like it was yeah. like there was more literally, there was literally more defense in the All Star game in the fourth quarter. Oh, that All
4: Star yeah. game in the fourth quarter was one of yeah. the best defended quarters of any All Star game I've ever seen, ever yeah. in anything.
2: Like it, brought, more
4: effort in that All Star game in the fourth quarter. And I don't want to
2: take seen. anything away from Zion because I I love I love the kid. I think he's great, but. All right, Zion scores 28 points or whatever. Last night, 20, whatever the hell yeah, it is.
15: Yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah, and he went under because his prop was 26 and a half.
4: Well, they, the, the market finally caught up with him.
14: Mm-hmm. But
2: the point is, all right, so.
14: Five starters all in double figures.
2: Thank you, Earl. Your team scored 140. So you just, it's sort of like Devin Booker stats like, so, yeah, whatever, kid. You can bitch about how you score twenty-seven points a game. You take a million shots and you don't play defense and you play in track meets every day.
14: Holiday had a triple double. Yeah,
4: thank you. <laughs> and they lost. Yeah, and and now they've got to go to Dallas tonight, and Dallas is probably going to get Porzingis back.
25: This is a really that's a great point Ariel, matchup though. for. See, you're raising Dallas good points.
2: Tonight. Like there's different types of triple doubles. Yeah. Like this is the problem with the NBA as a whole, and I bitch about this with the salary with their salary structure all the time, in which. DeMar DeRozan's a very good player, right? Nice player. He's a star. He's not a superstar. He's a star. DeMar DeRozan makes the same amount of money as LeBron James does. LeBron James makes the same amount of money as Kevin Durant does and Kyrie Irving does. And then you get the trickle-down effect. Tobias Harris makes the same amount of money as Kyrie Irving does. They're not all equal, yet they're all getting max contracts now. And there's different... Like, you know, do you want Kawhi Leonard's 27 points a game? Or do you want Devin Booker's 27 points a game? They're sort of like empty calories, you know what I'm saying? One of them is full, and it's like, that's some real protein in here. The other one looks good, but you're still hungry after. I'm trying to, like, break it down. Like, there's different types of triple doubles and double doubles in today's day and age. And I think it is getting bastardized right now.
14: So the Mavericks are five and a half point favorites at home tonight against the Pelicans. And I'm just going to go through some of the point totals for the players. So Zion Williamson's prop dropped tremendously from last night. So he's down to 23 and a half Ingram, 23 and a half. And now on the Mavericks side, Luka Doncic, 29 and a half Porzingis 23
4: and a half. I would say Porzingis coming back, you know, he's rested now that, I mean, he's been hot. He's averaging. I think, I think I saw 27 and a half points over his last 11 games. Uh, yeah, 27.3 points over his last 11 games. If Porzingis is healthy in shooting, this Dallas team is very dangerous and obviously a very tough spot for New Orleans coming off the back-to-back. They exerted a lot of minutes last night. I was looking at this box score for New Orleans. Everyone, even Zion, had 30 minutes last night. Now they've got to get on a plane, uh, and I don't know if he's played in a back-to-back yet. I think they sat but him in the second enough, game. Interesting enough,
14: the Pelicans are 6-2 and six and two, six and two on know. a back-to-back. It is
2: interesting. yes.
4: ATS and that's
2: Yeah, yes. the back to back ATS. ATS. You know, there's a lot of there's a lot of clichés that get thrown out in sports betting and in sports. Some teams aren't good in back to back, some teams are. Oklahoma City Thunder were like 5 and 0 in back to back situations up until I think the other night. You look at the Pelicans are a younger team, right? But yeah. Jared Jared is right. I mean, you play a game like that, There's different, you know... I don't know. I'll tell you what, though. You look at the Milwaukee Bucks, actually. And I know Milwaukee are a different breed because they're so damn good. But Milwaukee played against Washington last week. And it was the same thing. It was like it went to overtime. It was like 140 to 139. It was a crazy game. Giannis fouled out of the game. Played like 30-plus minutes and fouled out. Like, they laid it on the line and beat the Raptors the next night. Yeah. Like, the... The NBA back to back, like you know, we can go through some of the numbers actually of of teams on back to back, and it's actually surprising. You know, you're right about how successful some teams I've are. Got them right here.
4: So the Lakers are seven and one. The Wizards are seven and one ATS on the second night of a back. Yeah,
2: and they're a terrible team. Yeah. So how many? Because the numbers are overinflated. You how many guess. times do you think someone wrote one of these websites or said on one of these shows, "Oh, the Wizards are in horrible spot after they played last night," and so you got a bad team that played last night, seven and one ATS. Yeah, the number is cooked in, right? The number is. Um,
4: Here's some other good teams against the number back to back: Oklahoma City's eight and one, Milwaukee seven and two, Sacramento seven and. Look two. at the Lakers,
2: seven and one.
4: Lakers seven and one. They're old. Yeah, the Lakers are old.
2: If there's any team that you would say, ah, oh, come on, LeBron, Rondo, Dwight Howard, back to back, nope. Yeah, you know I man. Like, look, Milwaukee seven and two, Sacramento bad team seven and two, New Orleans six to two, um, Charlotte and eight and three. And look at bad teams. You know what it shows, though? It's because they're getting a lot of points. They're in inflating game, these numbers, right?
4: and and that's something well, to be five said. Five and
14: a half tonight for the Pelicans at Dallas seems, seems like kind a low number. No yeah, land. it seems like
4: a low number actually. It.
6: It has been said that everyone has a book in them. Four two six
2: twenty three oh one. Hate to see the New Orleans Pelicans, whether Zion is there or not, right? It's like the Andrew Luck. Oh, I'm gonna. I want my money back. Does Andrew Luck retired? You didn't buy tickets to see Andrew Luck. You bought tickets for the Indianapolis Colts, and they played the games. Not well, but they
4: played. <laughs> Especially that night in New Orleans.
14: There's another game I think that is worth previewing in the NBA, but we'll also go off the grid with some college hoops action. Stay here on the morning after. Final segment next. <laughs>
3: What's your story.
5: Go to GameFaceGrooming.com for all your athletic facial wipes and body cleansing needs.
3: Can't get enough fantasy football? Roto-Experts has launched their NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, which includes the best math-based seasonal projections and rankings available anywhere on the internet. Davis Maddock and the Roto-Experts are providing dynasty, season-long betting, best ball and NFL draft content every day of the year to give you an edge regardless of what type of fantasy football you play. Save 10% at RotoExperts.com with the promo code FNTSY. It's the NFL 365 Fantasy Football Package, only at RotoExperts.com.
1: Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt
20: like a second job.
1: More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for.
20: I needed someone with a master's in computer science and database experience.
1: Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast.
20: Now I'm back to having just
1: one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use Indeed to hire. Post your your job at Indeed.com slash hire. Indeed, the world's number one job site. Source com score total visits.
3: Dailyrodo.com. Learn from the game's best DFS players. We don't just give you premier advice, we play every day. Game time decisions. You can bet anything in on the machines,
2: but you can't play props because they have limits on the props. So they don't want you, like, crushing the prop, basically, and putting, like, $1,000 in the machine on the prop. So you got to play the prop at the window. But what happens is there's a million people here after. So I, I don't want to deal with it. If I send Half Point Brian to, to get my prop in, the game's at 10 o'clock tonight. He might not get the ticket in. I decided, you know what, i got to do this
3: myself. Weekdays, 6 to 7 p.m. Eastern, on the Sports Grid Network.
14: We actually have two segments left, but it was the final segment left of just the three of us because we're joined now by USA Today sports writer Dan Wolken, who is going to talk some college hoops with us. Dan, thanks for joining us. Hey, how are you? We're great, and we're excited to have you on because there's a lot to talk about in college hoops, especially last night. Rutgers picks up the big win at home against Maryland. However... We haven't seen a team with less than three road wins make it to the NCAA tournament since 1994. What are your thoughts on Rutgers making their first NCAA tournament since 1991?
25: Well, what I always say about the NCAA tournament at this time of year, and you start thinking about the teams that are kind of right on that border, somebody's got to make it. They have to have 68 teams, and I think Rutgers, (laughs) some of the big wins that they've had is, is qualified to get in the field. I think they will get in the field. I think the strength of of, of the big 10 uh, lifts them. And, and obviously when you can get a win over a, a top 10 type team uh, this late in the season, that really does boost your credentials. And, and so I think they're going to get in
2: a team that I've been excited about. And I've had my eye on, and a lot of people had their eye on uh, a coach that was on the hot seat and Shaka smart yeah. and his Texas Longhorns uh, team have, have really, really, really answered, uh, answered the call. Uh, down the stretcher right now, getting great uh, point guard play, and finally Shock is starting to work his magic a little bit. Winners of five straight games, some nice quality wins, so they're in the tournament right now. But what, what, what's your opinion once they get there? Right, you know, is this is this something real right now, or is this just sort of getting them in? And this is this is the crescendo and the peak, or do you think Texas have uh, some more basketball left in them right now?
25: Well, trying to figure out what's real and what's not real this particular season, I think, is going to be a challenge for for just about all of us. Uh, And I don't know that we're ever going to really have a a great sense of these teams based on the regular season, what they're going to do in a one-and-done tournament, because they all seem to be flawed and very inconsistent. But certainly, Texas is going to take on the look of a team that's playing well going into the tournament. What's their real ceiling, though? I'm not sold on it you know look they're tougher now than they were earlier in the season they're playing harder than they did earlier in the season I think that was the big issue uh, in some of these games is you know that they just didn't really have um you know that sort of gritty effort that you wanted to see from a team that you know is just not overly gifted and I think now you're seeing them play a little bit harder they're I, I think they're playing a little faster and I think Shaka uh you know, as a guy who has won tournament games before, but with a totally different style, you know, he, he's not sort of the all-out havoc uh, coach that that he was at, at VCU, and uh, it's a little bit different now. But you know, he's got players that I think uh, should feel good about themselves going into this late part of the season. Whenever you surge to get into the field, uh, the question is just does that carry over? And I don't think we really are going to know the answer to that in, for a couple weeks.
2: And past years. It, you know, Gonzaga, listen, the West Coast Conference, they they own this conference, obviously, but St. Mary's would always fall short, and it would basically be like, listen, you guys didn't win the conference, you didn't win the conference tournament, and I always feel bad for them. Off to uh, the NIT for you guys. What about this year? The West Coast Conference, you know, much better top-heavy. How many teams are getting in? Gonzaga, BYU, St. Mary's. I mean, hell, even Pacific's 23-9. I don't think Pacific's getting there, but... Uh, can three teams from this conference? Do you see all the three these three teams in the tournament? Gonzaga, BYU, St. Mary's.
25: Yeah, look, I, th- I think there's a good chance of it. I think BYU is really interesting. Uh, you know, their team that offensively is shooting the three as good as anyone in the country, uh, and they've got a big guy Yoli Childs who uh, I think is really tough to handle. So they've got a nice mix, I think, of offensive skill. Uh, inside and outside, that I think is going to make them a team that, that no one's really going to want to see in the tournament. Now they they're going to play their conference tournament. Uh, last year, you know, you saw Gonzaga get upset in that conference tournament, which they've pretty much owned uh, for for most of this Mark Few era. You know, I think if you're St. Mary's, um, y- you want to make doubly sure. If you're BYU, you know, you don't want to you want to suffer an early loss, get upset. Yeah,
2: yeah exactly. Tournament.
25: Because then you got to sit there for two weeks. And and worry. So you know, whichever team gets to the finals, I think is going to feel pretty good. I think the other one gets to the semis. I think they'll feel okay.
14: In the Big East, the eighth ranked Seton Hall Pirates are going to be hosting the 14th ranked Villanova, and Seton Hall has a chance to clinch the Big East title outright for the first time in 27 years. What are your thoughts on tonight's game?
25: Yeah, it's a huge opportunity, right? And like you mentioned, it's a long time since that program has. Has had the kind of relevance within the Big East, and it's obviously a different Big East now. It's not uh, the same, you know, Syracuse, George, uh, Syracuse, and 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 Pitt, and all those teams that were in there before. But it's it's a it's a league that you know has reformed itself. It's been Villanova and everybody else on the national stage, Um, and and when you have the opportunity to drive the the stake through the heart of the dragon. Uh, so to speak, which is, is what I think Villanova represents for, for all the other schools in that league. I think it's one that, that, that you want to take because you know Villanova is going to give it their absolute best shot uh, because they, they I think they like being the dominant, the alpha uh, of that league. And so to have that taken away from them, is you're going to have to go earn it, I think.
4: And yeah, the Big Ten, uh, fascinating league this year. The deepest league, I think, in college basketball. They're getting 10 teams right now projected in the tournament. There could be an 11th if Purdue makes a push down the stretch. They had a big win last night at Iowa. Uh, talk to me about this Big Ten tournament next week. It feels like, you know, you can make a case for 8 to 10 teams to win this thing. I like Michigan State. I think they're peaking at the right time. I think they showed you just how good they can be over their last two games. Two huge road wins over Maryland and Penn State. Sparty's my pick. Who are you going with in the Big Ten next week in Indy?
25: Yeah, I mean, I want to see how the bracket falls, you know, for sure. Uh, But, yeah, it's super interesting, you know, the Big Ten going to 20 conference games and uh, the way the the non-conference fell for them. I mean, it just seems like, you know, they've sort of fed on each other in terms of the strength of schedule and and all the metrics that that help you get into the tournament. And now we sit here and, uh, you know, they might have a record number of teams uh, for their league to get in. As far as the tournament goes, I I think this is a, a classic situation where, you know, some of those 10 teams I think are, are going to come into Indianapolis, you know, feeling pretty secure, not necessarily yeah. going all out uh, to win that conference tournament. And I think conference tournaments are a little bit overrated generally. You know, it, it, they can help you maybe get a number one seed, uh, but in terms of who gets in, who doesn't get in, you know, they, they don't always matter all that much. So I, I think most of those teams are going to be pretty secure. And, you know, if Michigan State, has an opportunity to significantly improve their seating uh, by by winning that conference tournament to maybe even get a one seed. I think the same could go for Maryland. You know, I think those are the teams that are going to go in there and play well. Uh, But, you know, for most of everybody else, I think you just go in, you give it your best. You're playing against a quality team. If you lose, it's not going to hurt you. So I kind of, I, I, even though it sounds good to say, you know, you're going to have a team make it run from the middle of the pack. I, I think it sets up well for the favorites.
2: I think a lot of times, too, as you know, a lot of coaches are actually secretly happy when they get bounced on yeah. the first day. <laughs> they get to yell at the kids, see, I told you, I got to hit the boards harder. You know what I mean? It gives them more time, but I'm with you, especially in the Big Ten. You know, if you're, if you're Illinois, you're Indiana, you're somebody like that, you know, Michigan have of often surprised in the Big Ten tournament. I get, like, the motivating, you know, the motivating factor, but it's so physical and it's such a short turnaround after the fact. And I remember, remember a couple of years ago when they played at MSG, and they did yeah. it earlier. And they said, "Oh, that's crazy!" And oh, it's going to hurt you, and you can't, and oh, you're doing this, and why are you doing this? And what happened? Michigan went to the title game, right? Oh well,
25: uh, yeah. So They're four tough games in a row. Is, yeah, is, is, is that takes it out of you?
2: You're damn right. You're playing what? You're going to play Thursday through Sunday, and then you got oh selection Sunday, and then you. It's always baffling me, that Big Ten. These kids are all, like, beat up. They're watching a selection Sunday. They got black eyes. It's like, all right, guys, we're getting on a bus in 48 hours again, and uh, we're getting after it. Yet, hey, uh, they got to pay the bill somehow, right?
25: Yeah. Well, no, I mean, it's a money. The whole conference tournament thing is a money-making scheme for for the leagues. They, they have not really proven to have a whole lot of impact or correlation uh, to, to what happens in the NCAA tournament. I'd be happy if they got rid of them. Uh, but they're not going to because it's it's good for television and and they sell a lot of tickets. But yeah, I, I don't necessarily think if you're a coach, you want your team to go through three really physically tough, emotionally draining games and then turn around and play four days later for for your season.
2: Yeah, you ask any coach, guys, of if you want to win the regular season title or the tournament, the regular season. It's like you know that's that's who proves yes. Test of the one time.
25: exception. The one exception was the, the Kemba Walker UConn team. Yeah, they had yeah, to win it. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. They, they, they had to win it.
2: Well, that's why I'm so excited. And you, Ariel, you brought up the Big East, guys. I went last year to the Big East tournament, and it was cool, mm-hmm. but it's no not going to be cool like it is this year. Like, you know what I mean? It was sort of yeah. like Villanova and everyone else, and Howard and Marquette. Yeah. This year, it just has to me, it just has that old school garden Big East feel. Of these teams with something to prove. And that is sort of one of the tournaments I think that is a feather in the cap. Don't tell me Seton Hall doesn't want to cut down to next Saturday night. Exactly. You know, there, there's certain conferences where it does mean a little bit more.
14: And, Dan, just real quick, we only have just under two minutes left, but we haven't really touched on the ACC tournament, yeah. which is usually the biggest tournament in all of the college basketball. What the UNC,
4: heck is going on with Duke?
14: Well, oh. UNC is looking like they're going to be a 14 seed, which means that they're playing oh day one of the ACC tournament. What are your thoughts on UNC being a 14 seed of the
2: ACC. <laughs> I thought I was about to cut you off and go. They're not making a tournament. You got to yeah. give this up. <laughs> well, about 14 seed, but you're talking ACC
25: yeah, tournament. The ACC I know, tournament. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, it's been a bad year for North Carolina. They're not very good. They're they're not going to go anywhere. Um, you know, they'll play the ACC tournament. They may they may be one and done. They may win a game, but yet yeah, don't count on them to make a miracle run. <laughs> I mean, this is all going to be about you know, does Duke get itself right before? The NCAA tournament, but I also think there's a, another storyline, and it's the team nobody really talks about nationally, which is Florida State. And you know, the, the, this is kind of the golden era of Florida State basketball uh, right now. I mean, they they are good every single year. And I think this is, is maybe their best opportunity to make the Final Four, and and yet you know they really are under the radar.
2: You know what? We you got them
25: at thirty two to one.
2: I don't want to scare you and say great minds take a like, but I've been uh, I've been uh, I've been pumping the tires of this They're team for about a month uh, right now. Mm-hmm. Real dangerous basketball
24: team.
14: Dan, welcome to USA Today. Thanks, Thanks for joining us.
24: Hey, so are you the type of guy that wants to look put together, but doesn't want to spend hours at the mall finding new clothes? So you can look great at the office, on the road, or even just on the weekend with friends and family. I hear you. This is why there's Stitch Fix, your personal styling service that delivers hand-picked clothes right to you. Stitch Fix is simple. Sign up in just a few minutes. Tell them about the brands that work for you. And even let them know what types of styles you prefer. Stitch Fix is convenient. You get great clothes delivered right to you. So you can try new styles on in the comfort of your own home. And make a decision without any pressure. And Stitch Fix is on your terms and priced to match your budget. There's no subscription required ever. Keep what you want and send back anything you don't. So, isn't it time you got it all together? Get started today at StitchFix.com. Stitch Fix. Personal styling for men, women, and kids. Stitch Fix. Personal styling for everybody.
2: What's in store this week at your local Staples?
24: Custom print promotions
5: that will help your business bloom. If you're looking to grow your business, Staples can help by printing custom marketing materials. Select products printed same day when you order by 2 p.m. And now at Staples, get 25% off flyers, brochures, postcards, or direct mail services when you spend $50 or more. Bring your designs to life this spring at Staples, where there's a whole lot more in store. Ends it's 4420 See store or staples.com slash March print deals for details.
16: Do you owe $10,000 or more on at least two federal student loans? Then you may qualify for new programs offered by the Department of Education. These programs can reduce your interest, lower your payments, and possibly qualify you for loan forgiveness. take control of your financial future make this free five-minute free call now to nationwide student loans and learn how you can reduce your student loan debt
17: 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851 800-439-7851
8: have you heard about podcasting With podcasts, your favorite radio shows like Sports Overnight America and the video game review are delivered directly to your computer automatically so you can listen when and where you want, as many times as you want. And it's easy, too. Just go to sportsbyline.com and click on the Get Podcast button next to the show you want. Visit sportsbyline.com today.
14: Breaking news, Jackson State's deep range shooter Thomas Snaxley has been named the Slack Men's Basketball Player Good of for the him. Week. Actually, it is on his Twitter, his bio is the day you become great is the day you no longer have to introduce
2: yourself. Well, you know what? <laughs> I've been all nice and I want to get to the kid from Vermont too and like have, you know, people think I'm a jerk so it's like, yeah, let's let's have a little nice moment. I'm happy uh, for Fat Albert here. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> Um, <laughs> he looks like the so kid from the- old school, the kid that did the gymnastics. No, no, the but end. listen, I'm down, cool, great. Kid, so, like, he buries the three.
14: What, did he have four shots? Let's he not. He hit the last one? Or let, three shots, he hit the last one?
2: Let's not make him the player of the week. Like,
14: I think the
4: SWAT yeah, doesn't get yeah. a lot of attention. And they're just trying to capitalize. It's a on little media bit media media media. much. The player of the week no, clearly
14: by the graphic. He got it because five million five million
4: social media views. Yeah, you're.
2: It's a good call. That's Jerry. the only it's reason why.
14: No one like, I, I nearly had,
4: had a
2: heart attack that. the other day when I found out they put that guy's like hockey stick in the hockey <laughs> hall of fame. That's too much. That's a little
4: too much. It's <laughs> like really in hall of fame. Family was there. Yeah, like come on, like
2: I'm down
4: with him being the player of the week because again, social media views drive everything, and that gets a lot of clicks. But the Hall of Fame seems to be a little upper echelon. Now,
2: around. i got to be honest there. I did not know. I thought that was the only shot he took. What do you mean he took three no, or he four took shots?
14: three, I think.
4: Oh, that makes it a
14: little less
4: impressive. How, how
2: many, how his many first shots start. was he going to get? <laughs> Is this Make-A-Wish Foundation? Like, the hell
4: going on here? <laughs> well, I, that I mean, ruins the that, whole story. That does ruin the story a little bit, actually. Yeah, I, I like thought it was just the one shot. It
2: was uh, Frasers, right? Yeah. How, many, how many takes did People you? People ask me that for real. And I, I was dead honest with them. Surprisingly enough, only three. Only three. Yeah. That's not bad.
4: One out of three. Thirty-three no, percent. No, no, no. That's. Not I got to be
2: honest. I hit like the first shot, but I didn't have it, so oh, I, you I didn't was, record like, it. And I was like, "Oh, yeah. I was like, hey, roll it, roll it." But then when I knew it was rolling, that's was right. like brick, brick. And I got, uh, I got, uh, I got like serious.
4: I was like... Well, your speech before that shot was serious, too. You're like, take me on. Let's do it. Oh, yeah. I to...
2: <laughs> yeah, no, but I had to hype myself up. <laughs> and the best part is they're waiting to close. I <laughs> so, I was
4: excuse fe- me, sir. Can you please hurry? <laughs> well, no, yourself. I was.
2: I was feeling the pressure. Yeah. But, um, yeah, you know, it ruins everything, Errol. Like, thanks for ruining the story. <laughs> I did does... not know. I thought it was...
4: You just told was them like, that there's wow, no Santa Claus.
2: No, I knew there was no Santa Claus. Um... You know, the I thought it was just the one shot. Yeah, I, I did that too. I did too that's amazing.
14: No, that's how social media made no, it. Yes,
2: it, it got it got oh, a little yeah, bit. Now social I'm seeing media videos. He didn't even get back on D, selfish. He's a bad teammate. <laughs> he didn't even move. He just stood there. And uh and he now I see videos now I see videos of um of him dunking. But his teammates yeah, his are lifting team- him up and <laughs> stuff.
4: Took a few teammates to get him up there, too. It's like,
2: guys, it's like, what is this, the Simpsons? Like, he's using <laughs> a freaking ladder. Like, and we're at that time of the year. So you know, though, that there is someone out there. On a more serious note, it's cool, but I hope there's not some other kid at the end of the bench that didn't get any minutes all year, right? Yeah. Everybody better got on the court if he did. That's true. That was actually on the team. And how about the Vermont story last night? That's a night?
4: much more like, which heartwarming I didn't, yeah, story. Yeah,
2: which I didn't really know because I was at I was you know we were we were on the air we were at Fanduel uh, last night, um, and the sound was down, but I could tell the gist of it. So yeah. they started off the game basically, and um, it was Albany, right? Was it against?
4: Uh, it was Vermont. I forget who they faced.
2: Uh, yeah, it was it was Albany exactly. So it was Albany. And they started off the game, and I saw it. They sort of did, like, the like the Colby stuff. Like, they basically, I was like, why are Vermont letting Albany score like this? And Vermont let Albany score, and Albany, like, they tipped the ball, and Vermont just stood there, and Albany ran down the court and laid it in. It was 2 nothing. And then after, Vermont got the ball, and very, very touching. They passed it around, and then they passed it. A bounce pass to a kid that was running into the hoop for a layup. And uh, he drilled the layup, uh, Josh Uh, uh Josh Spital, great story. It's so, uh, real sad. Five years ago, the New England Patriots stunned the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl in the final seconds. After the game, a car accident nearly took the life of uh, Josh Spital, The Indiana native had recently committed to play college basketball for the Vermont Catamounts. He remained in a coma for five weeks. Doctor's initial prognosis indicated he would never read above a fourth-grade level. He would live in 24-hour uh, assisted living care for the rest of his life. It's crazy. I'm going to tear up here. Catamount coach John Becker kept Spital on scholarship. See, that's what it's about, man. Yes. And uh, after an odds-defying recovery... He is graduating from Vermont.
4: Five weeks in a coma.
2: With a 3.4 GPA. Wow. Wow. On Tuesday night, senior night, Vermont honored him with a place in the starting lineup and he scored his first ever uh points
4: that's the, that's a great and, he and Becker said he got to fulfill
14: his dream of being a college basketball so awesome. Becker
2: says he would have been one of our best all-time players
4: here and Vermont's here Vermont. a good team like Vermont's not like the last place team in the A-East. like they're a legit team so it's not like they're just giving those starting spots away
2: he said no no they it's a real they're program.
4: they're, they're they, they, you know they they, they could so be in the NCAA a tournament
2: Oh, they'll be in the tournament. Yeah, yeah they own this. They, they own, own the American yeah. East Tournament. It's yeah. a dream come true. Look at the boss score and seeing number 32, Josh Spital. It's a dream come true. I couldn't be happier, Spital says after. Albany won the opening tip, quickly scored in a agreement that allowed Vermont to give him the ball, and then Spital for a layup. Officials stopped the game. It was pretty cool, too. That's like a cool uh, the kids, too, when you see the video, the kids on Albany. Yep.
27: Yeah. Like And that's I, how you know it's a It really wasn't cool.
2: Like, you know what? If you're a kid on Albany. And you're standing right there. Like, yeah. one of the kids hugged him. What are you going to do? Everyone's, like, super emotional. But there was literally, you could see, like, they actually highlighted the kids on Albany on the bench that don't even know him. And they were, like, fist-pumping when he scored after. Really and impressive. They walked yeah. out on Everyone the Everyone
14: from both teams went over. Yeah, it's yeah.
2: Special, you know, that's college basketball. Yes. Not Roy Williams saying, my kids don't have any talent. You know what I mean? That's college basketball. This is what college athletics is be about. That's why I love college about. I very core. The snacks, the, the student managers, the stories like this. Rudy.
4: You know. No, that, well, yeah. well, no, no, no. It just, it <laughs> well, it, that's like the theme.
2: You know, the Rudy Listen, theme. I don't even think Rudy was uh, went to Notre Dame. The whole thing's a lie.
4: <laughs> I think I opened up a Pandora Water box
14: boy. here. Let's, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. let's move on. Water boy.
4: Let's move on before we it's a get off my launch segment for tomorrow, maybe.
2: Uh, yeah, yeah, no, uh, I've, yeah. Joe Montana, um, Joe Montana's rained on the Rudy story before. Really? He's like, I don't really even remember him. Like, I guess he was on the team. And he goes, I never met him. <laughs> and then, and then he drops the bomb. He goes, I'll definitely tell you. Nobody was chanting his name. No, yeah. He yeah, goes, I yeah. remember that. It was traumatized. And then he goes, Everything I don't. He dramatized. goes, Did he play? He goes, I don't know. He goes, I don't really. Like basically We kicked the
4: crap out of Georgia Tech. That's all I care I about. I think that Montana
2: day. basically was like, I guess he was there. I don't know. You know what I mean? Kind of like fairly acknowledged yet, that he was on the team. Like as opposed to the I'm not playing coach and people turning their jerseys in and stuff. It didn't happen. That
4: was a funny SNL skit, actually, uh, with John Cena. (laughs) That was a funny SNL skit about that. I don't want to go too much into it. Before
14: we get to our best bets, I do want to touch on Seton Hall hosting Villanova on senior night tonight, Miles Powell, and his senior class, Kinsey McKnight, Romero Gill. They're all graduating. However, what are your thoughts on this game with Villanova coming into Seton Hall, Seton Hall trying to clinch their first Biggie's title outright in 27 I can years. see
4: I can see Seton Hall struggling early, a little emotions on senior night. That that has tended to be the trend, and and maybe you can catch Seton Hall as a live dog at some point. But no, Nova's tougher than people think. They might struggle a little bit defensively though if Seton Hall's rolling. Tonight.
14: And just to really irritate Gabe, Seton Hall has 10 quadrant one wins, second to Kansas. And Quad Ballard. one,
2: baby. <laughs> uh, they're called quality wins. Quality.
14: I just wanted... Millennials best to call really them
2: quad one wins. The jab. No, no, even millennials don't. Like, who who came up with Quadrant? I have no idea. I like to know who invented that. I have that. no idea. Whoever did, like, if I could, I'd punch you in the face. <laughs> like, I really would. I'd more... I'd run you over with a golf cart. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I don't want to run you over and, like, kill you, kill you, but, like, just... I would not... No, no, honestly, the person responsible for Quadrant, I would have no problem, like, sort of, yeah, Strapping running them over him over in a, a rocket court, ship and no, just knocking him over... No, no, I don't want to distract Two the minutes, rock.
14: Gabe, and then your best bet. A little Two minutes shit. on shit. I'm not game bad, No, no.
2: Uh, well, considering uh, we're coming off a win, what does it matter, right? <laughs> I mean, uh, like, we're destined to lose anyways. <laughs>
4: I'll go first, then. Uh, this line's on the move, and grab it now. I think it's going to keep moving. Blazers... And uh, Wizards tonight, the total, I got it at 239.5. It's already up to 241. Uh, the the Wizards coming off second game of a back-to-back. Uh, they're 6-2 to the over on the second game of back-to-back this season. Blazers play no defense. Uh, I feel like this is going to be a very high-scoring affair tonight uh, in the Rose Garden between the Blazers and the Wizards. So I'm going over the number. We'll call it an even 240 because the line's on the move. I got a 239.5. It's 241 now. We'll split the difference area. We'll call it over 240. In the Blazers-Wizards Ooh,
14: game. Okay, I'll give you the 240
2: game. Um, you know what? Let's go with the uh, the over in the New York Knicks-Utah hmm. Jazz game that uh, Spike Lee will not be oh, yeah. in attendance. And What's for the, the record, so, uh, pardon me? What's the total? It's uh, 219 and a half. Okay. Kind of low 219. for a game.
14: 219.
2: Very low for a Knicks game. So yeah, I'll go over. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, so Spike Lee says he's not going for the rest of the year. Says he's not boycotting for – you know how much money Spike Lee spent on the Knicks in his lifetime? Probably millions. $9.6 million yeah. dollars on tickets. Wild. $9.6 million. So just for the record, Spike, I'll take your tickets. <laughs> uh, I don't have the same problem with the organization you do. But I was thinking of Spike, and we brought this up last night. If he really wants to, like, get back at them, he should go outside Brooklyn tonight. games. No, he should go outside tonight. Find like the craziest two homeless people. And put them at the give them like a couple of hundred bucks. Say enjoy yourself, get yourself oh some drinks, God. enjoy my two tickets, and uh, you really want to raise
4: it Start up. Start throwing throat. Throat. some. Uh, like I said, if you're looking for ideas
2: there. for revenge, I'm your man, Spike.
14: Yeah, so he FBI profiler. Me You've met him. And I met Spike Lee, like How was I that liter- conversation.
2: Pretty, uh, pretty cool. I went up to Spike Lee in a bar in Mexico like 30 years ago. Mexico? Yeah, we were watching NFL this football. interesting. And I actually had my band CD
19: with me.
18: I don't even recognize myself anymore.
19: I'm really worried about him. His addiction. I haven't seen him like this. Ever.
18: Hey, look. I, I never wanted to start using. I, I knew the drill. But... I was out of options. I just want to tell him,
19: it's not your fault. There are people out there who can help. People who have felt your pain. They know what you're going through.
18: This has to stop. I'm losing everything. Everyone.
19: You've been strong your whole life. You can do this, but you have to reach out for help.
18: It's time.
6: I can do this.
19: Addiction is a disease, and diseases need treatment.
0: USA Radio News with Chris Barnes.
29: Joe Biden celebrating a very super Tuesday as the former VP won at least nine states, including a surprise victory in the big delegate-rich state of Texas.
2: People are talking about a revolution. We started a movement. We've increased turnout.
6: The turnout's turned out for us.
29: The Democratic race for the White House now seemingly narrowing to Biden and Bernie Sanders. Sanders winning three states on Super Tuesday. He's likely to win Maine as well and is leading in the biggest state of California. Italy is shutting down all of its schools and universities for two weeks in an attempt to contain the COVID-19 coronavirus outbreak. There have been about 80 deaths in that country, most located in the northern regions, and they've confirmed over 2,500 cases of the virus. This is USA Radio News.
27: Hello, this is Wayne Allen Rood, relentless conservative warrior, middle-class warrior, and always Trump warrior. I have a message for my fellow patriots across America. President Trump is making America great again. He's the only president of my lifetime who is keeping his promises, and his biggest promise is to build that wall. President Trump can only do it with our help. If Congress won't fund Trump's wall, we will. President Trump is one man against the world, and what globalists and socialists around the world want is clear, open borders. It's time to take a stand. We either build a wall, or it's the end of the greatest nation in world history ever blessed by God. That's why I founded the Root for the Wall Pack. 63 million Trump voters together will raise the money President Trump needs for the wall. Anyone who donates $100 or more will get a beautiful commemorative wall brick. Display it proudly. Call 844-ROOT-WALL. That's toll free. 844-ROOT-WALL or go to rootwall.com. We will build this wall together. Call 844-ROOT-WALL or go to rootwall.com. Root for the Wall Pack. Pay for it. They're responsible for the content of this message. Not authorized by any candidate or candidates committee. Rootwall.com.
29: President Trump is planning to visit the tornado-ravaged Nashville, Tennessee area on Friday, tweeting that the U.S. stands with the people of Tennessee and will provide whatever they need. FEMA is reportedly on its way. Here's the Putnam County Mayor, Randy Porter. We were told last night that we they felt almost 100% that we would probably be declared as a, as a disaster area when it comes through FEMA, but they are going to be on the ground today. In what was the worst outbreak of tornadoes in Tennessee since 2011, at least 25 people were killed, and dozens more are unaccounted for. The Pentagon says U.S. forces have carried out an airstrike against the Taliban in southern Afghanistan, the first such attack since the two sides signed a peace deal on Saturday. A military official saying the strike was a defensive measure aimed at disrupting a Taliban attack that was being planned against Afghan security forces. This is USA Radio News.
7: Friends and family, did you have a great night's sleep last night? I did. I'm healthier than I've ever been. I work better than I ever have. And you know what? You can have that health. You can have that good night's sleep if you order a MyPillow. Try it. Mike Lindell guarantees it. He's got a 60-day money-back guarantee on the MyPillow and a 10-year warranty. Go to MyPillow.com. Click on the radio listener special. Use my promo code USA or call 1-800-951-8175.
29: U.S. companies are still hiring despite the coronavirus scare. The just-released ADP private payrolls report for February showing that employment, excluding government jobs, was up by about 183,000 last month. The report was better than analysts were expecting, though the January number was revised a bit downward to 209,000 jobs. Last month, smaller companies were leading the way when it came to creating jobs with financial services, adding the most jobs in February. The defense team for Joseph D'Angelo, the man suspected of being the Golden State Killer, and the East Area Rapist, revealing their client has offered to plead guilty to avoid the death penalty. D'Angelo is accused of killing 13 people, raping more than 50 women, and burglarizing dozens of homes during a California crime spree that lasted through the 70s and 80s. The former cop was arrested in Citrus Heights in 2018 after DNA submitted to a public genealogy website linked him to cold cases. An estate panel is recommending Rod Blagojevich be disbarred. Blagojevich recently had a corruption sentence commuted by President Trump. Yesterday's ruling by the Illinois Attorney Registration and Disciplinary Commission coming a week after the three-member panel heard arguments over whether the former Democratic Illinois governor's law license should be revoked. And for USA Radio News, I'm Chris Barnes.
11: ...can do uh, in terms of making contact, hitting over 300, hitting for power as well, Uh, just everything he's done over the past couple of seasons with the Milwaukee Brewers, his maturation as a player. The problem is that I see with this, and I don't really disagree with what Christian Yelich did here, he wouldn't have hit the open market until he was 31 years old. And we have seen recently that once players are past the age of 30... Teams are a little bit more hesitant to hand out those long contract extensions. Remember, Bryce Harper got his contract extension, what, 26, 27 years old. Same thing for Manny Machado, in the prime of his career. And who knows, maybe Christian Yelich will still be in his prime at the age of 31 years old. But again teams would be a little bit less hesitant, they would be a little more hesitant rather, to give out a contract extension to a player at the age of 31. So he wants to get on top of that now, uh, and obviously provide some financial security for himself, for his family. And look, this is nothing to sneeze at anyway, $215 million contract extension, that's a lot of money. But the Players Association uh, obviously would have opted for Christian Yelich to make it to free agency, or even try and wait a little bit longer into his current contract in order to make more money and earn more money and demand more money out of the Milwaukee Brewers. Obviously, uh, it's a great thing that that he's doing for the Brewers because it allows them to add more pieces around him to make that team a contender. Uh, Every year it seems like the Milwaukee Brewers have one of the best lineups in the National League, Uh, but when it comes to their pitching, a little bit shaky at times. I like Brandon Woodruff this upcoming season. We'll see if Adrian Hauser can have that sleeper breakout type season that some people are touting him for right now. Uh, Obviously, they bring bring Josh Lindblom back to the States uh, from Korea as well. So let's see what he can do. Craig Mish, I'm sorry, buddy. I know that you just drafted A.J. Puck over the weekend in your labor mixed auction. The problem is he is now dealing with a mild left shoulder strain. We got this news yesterday afternoon. An MRI was taken earlier this week, showed no structural damage for the 24-year-old A.J. Puck. And we've talked about him a lot on this show. Remind some people of Randy Johnson because of the frame. He's like 6'7". He's got the long hair. He throws extremely hard, mid to high upper 90s uh, with the fastball there. A lot of Strikeout upside, but basically missed all of last season due to injury. Now, dealing with this shoulder injury, doesn't seem like he's going to be ready for opening day. Uh, Obviously, the Oakland A's are trying to compete in the American League West with the Houston Astros and the Los Angeles Angels as well, but They have to be cautious because he's still only 24 years old. AJ Puck, he's a big part of their future, and you know a lot of talk has been out of Oakland camp that they're not going to put an innings limit on Jesus Lozardo and AJ Puck. I don't think that anybody who's realistic. Even even the most optimistic fantasy players who own Jesus Lazardo and A.J. Puck this upcoming season believed that neither one of those players were going to be on an end limit this upcoming season. So uh, we'll see how long A.J. Puck is expected to miss. Uh, maybe expect him back the middle, middle of April, late April, and obviously that helps him uh, pitch further into the season from a fantasy perspective. So just make sure you cover yourself early on in the season if you draft A.J. Puck. Red Sox manager Ron...
5: You're in charge of hiring and Indeed has solutions, like online skills tests, which let a candidate show that they're the right hire. Indeed will also give you this sticky frog, which will suddenly leap and stick to the face of the perfect hire. Okay, there's no sticky frog. But skills tests, that's a for sure.
8: See why independent research by Silk Road shows Indeed delivers three times more hires than any other job site. Visit Indeed.com promo today and get a free sponsored job
6: upgrade on your first posting. Terms, conditions, and exclusions apply. We are the Debt Destroyer Network. Any debt you have, credit card, tax, student loan debt. Call now for free information that helps you destroy your debt. What's in store this week at your local Staples?
3: Facts. Tax Time is here, and that's no time for guessing. So Staples has everything you need for tax season. Like tax forms,
10: organizational supplies, and TurboTax software.
3: And right now, you can save up to $15 on TurboTax software at Staples.
10: With TurboTax, there's no mystery, no guessing. So you report nothing but the tax facts.
3: Save up to $15 on TurboTax right now at Staples.
10: Where there's a whole lot in store.
3: Ends
8: 2-8-20 while supplies last.
10: more than $700 off pharmacy prices. Charge your sex life now and save a ton of money. Call now and get your 44 pills and save over $700 and qualify for free shipping. Stop overpaying and call right now.
6: 800-814-5188 800-814-5188 800-814-5188 That's 800-814-5188 Line up,
22: ladies! The early line. I do want to send uh, a shout-out to Tim Duncan. And (laughs) the San Antonio Spurs uh, coach Pop was out last night, so Duncan actually got a chance to coach. They named him of course, and he got his all those games he won with the Spurs (laughs) as a player. He finally got a win as a coach of the San
3: Antonio Spurs. So he's one and zero as a as a head coach right now. To retire right now, undefeated. Weekdays, seven to nine a.m. Eastern on the Sports Grid Network. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Frank Stanford. up, must come down. Three up, three down.
28: What does three up and three down mean to you, Airman? End of an
11: Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today, live on the Sports Grid TV Network. I am Frank Stanful, and I mentioned that Craig Mish will be live from Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium covering the Marlins and Oreos, But until then, I have Joe Ranieri, host of the Early Line. Which you can watch every day here on the Sports Media TV network from seven to nine a.m. Eastern Time. Joining me from Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium, Joe Ranieri. What's going on? How is sunny Florida treating you, my friend?
22: It's beautiful. And I'm actually watching Mish eat a hot dog and drink a beer down behind home plate. So I don't know this (laughs) crap about him not being. I don't know what's going on with him. He's certainly taking his time getting up here. We're in the press box here, getting ready for the Marlins Orioles today. It's a balmy 78 degrees here today. So I don't know what it's like where you're at, but the air conditioning is freezing in here.
11: Well, that sounds a lot better than where we're at. It's about 50 degrees and windy right now in New Jersey, which honestly is not so bad for this time of year. I'll take it, but obviously would much rather be in 78-degree weather watching Craig Mish scarf down a hot dog and drink a beer as well. Uh Joe, will you be wagering on today's Marlins-Orioles game? Do you bet on spring training baseball, or is that just, like, out of your league? You know what it is, right? I do know uh, a number of uh, pros that
22: do bet on this and they bet these because they feel there's an edge. Now the the limits aren't very high, so you can't go drop 5 dimes on a, you know, on a spring training game, but um there are a lot of guys that feel that uh you know, teams like the Yankees and uh you know, the Dodgers during spring training, they get so overvalued especially when they're on the road during spring training that they find a lot of profiting, a lot of edges on betting against those teams, against some of the lesser-known teams, you know, like the Orioles here or the Detroit Tigers, teams that you would never bet on during the regular season or wouldn't think would beat them. But spring training games, is it's a different animal, and it's usually because we bet numbers, we don't bet teams, right? The Dodgers and the Yankees, I don't care who's hurt, who's not, they're always going to be overvalued in the marketplace.
11: Yeah, and, and betting on spring training baseball is just crazy because you don't know which pitchers are going to get involved, exactly. how long the starters are going to play, you know, which minor leaguers are going to get into the games. And look, a lot of these young kids, they have something to prove. So that's why you could see random teams like the Marlins, the Orioles, the Detroit Tigers knocking off some of the bigger name teams because these kids have something to prove. I myself will not be wagering on spring training no. baseball today, uh, Joe. Let's jump into three up, three down. The way that we like to do this, Joe, is normally we'll talk about some trendy baseball topics that are trending up, some pop culture as well, and then we'll talk about three that are trending down as well. So I'll try and get you involved here. Uh, My first trending up topic is Garrett Richards. You might remember the name a couple of years ago with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. Starting pitcher there was sitting 95 to 97 miles per hour with some nasty sliders yesterday in his spring training debut. Two innings pitched, one hit, two strikeouts. He's a late round sleeper in fantasy baseball right now. The guy still throws incredibly hard, has a wipeout slider. It's just a matter of health. You know, Garrett Richards has not been able to stay healthy the past couple of seasons. The San Diego Padres clearly need him to stay healthy because, yes, we're all excited about Chris Paddock and Denelson Lamette, and they have Joey Lucchese there as well. But, you know, they're going to need something out of Garrett Richards here as well. They need a bounce-back season out of Manny Machado. Uh, Joe, do you have any interest in the San Diego Padres this upcoming season? Obviously, in a tough division with the Los Angeles Dodgers, the Arizona Diamondbacks are an improved team as well. I see the win total for the San Diego Padres at 82 and a half, uh, you know, what's your general outlook on on the Padres this upcoming season, Joe? Yeah, take the over.
22: Uh, absolutely, there. I do think the uh, the Padres are still maybe a year away, but there is no doubting the talent that they have. Young talent on that team, and you mentioned, you know, Richards. He's been dangled out there in trade rumors now for a while. I know the Padres were trying to pull something off for uh Chris Bryant I believe with the Cubs and obviously they've got some arms there uh you know Lucchese, they got a, they got some guys that can absolutely bring it I love the pitching uh when you've got Tatis and you got man uh you know Machado there anchoring uh they are going to win to me they're much closer to 90 wins this year than they are to uh the 82 82 and a half that a lot of the books have them at uh, it's just it, it's the Dodgers and then who else I mean, who would we realistically look at to finish second? Somebody's got to finish second. And outside of the Dodgers in that division, uh, who scares you? To me, San Diego, I think, in the next two to three years. And they got an ownership group that, you know what, is willing to spend money. And in baseball, if you have that, you're going to be competitive for a long, long time.
11: Yeah, I'm with you. I think the San Diego Padres, maybe a year away from now, obviously have a great farm system. Mackenzie Gore, one of the top pitching prospects in all of baseball. They have a really, really great bullpen as well. But I think what once Mackenzie Gore comes up, gets, gets his feet wet a little bit in the major leagues, I think 2021 could be the year where the Padres yeah. really start to make some noise uh, in major league baseball. You mentioned the Chicago Cubs. And Ian Happ homered again yesterday. Another late-round sleeper from a fantasy baseball perspective here, Joe uh this time i tweeted out the video he hit a curveball down and in this kid has a lot of talent remember he was a former top prospect for the chicago cubs and it was a matter of he hasn't been able to play consistently with the team he's been sent up he's been sent back down he's been messed around he struggled with strikeouts but there's no doubting the talent is there he's got some power he's got a little bit of speed as well uh you know Joe, when it comes to the Chicago Cubs and just the National League Central in general, I think this entire division is up for grabs. And you, you see it in the odds in terms of the teams to win the division this year in the National League Central. There's basically, it's a four-team race with the, the Cubs, the Cardinals, the Reds are in the mix there as well, and obviously the Milwaukee Brewers. We spoke about the Christian Yelich contract extension at the top of the show. I understand Joe Madden is no longer with the team. David Ross uh, comes in as the manager, former player of the Chicago Cubs here, Joe, I am currently fading the Chicago Cubs. I like the lineup. I do not trust the pitching staff. Yu Darvish was great last year, but he's dealt with a lot of injuries. They have some older names there. John Lester's not the pitcher he once was. Jose Quintana hasn't been been able to get back on track the past couple of seasons. I currently think that this is the, the Cincinnati Reds' division to lose. Joe Ranieri, Ooh. you say what to that?
22: I, you know what? I'm not, I'm not going to argue with that at all. The Cubs to me are an intriguing team. I think they're still always, and they're part of that group that always gets overvalued, right? The Cubs, the Dodgers, there are just some of these blue bloods in baseball that you can count on the public always overreacting, certainly from a betting perspective here. They're a team like you said. Are they going to be able to hit? Yes. Are they going to be able to score runs? Absolutely. Do I trust? The starting pitching and that, bo- oh hell no.
0: products they offer. Increased income is possible using strategies suited to your goals and may require buying multiple annuities and holding them full term.
26: Hi, I'm Dr. Robert Clapper, Chief of Orthopedic Surgery at Cedars-Sinai Medical Group in Los Angeles, California.
11: Not offending anyone. That's the key phrase there, Joe Ranieri, because uh, yes. it's pretty tough yep. nowadays. Uh, as, you well, know, like, you know, Halloween 28, seen. I'm offended. You know, like, enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I hear you, man. I hear you, man. Again, Joe Ranieri is live right now from Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. Craig Mish will join us in the next segment. He's covering the Marlins oreos game again today. Uh, Joe, we've only got we only got to our three up. We didn't even get to our three down. Uh, that's how much ha- fun we're having here on the show. So I appreciate you Love hopping it. in for uh, for Craig. Appreciate you having
22: me, man. Plenty of baseball. Yeah. It's a it's a good time to be a uh, a baseball fan right about now. Love spring training.
11: It's a great time in general. we got March Madness coming up. We have mm-hmm. baseball coming up as well. Uh, it's a huge time in sports and for fantasy baseball purposes as well. When we come back, Craig Misch will join us live from Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium as we continue our team previews with the Boston Red Sox. Don't go anywhere. It's Fantasy Sports Today live on the Sports Grid TV Network.
3: Full-time fantasy.
13: Nicky Ahmed just got paid $32 million by the – Arizona Diamondbacks. They're committed. He just seems to be getting better as a hitter. A little bit more power, a little bit more speed, cutting down the strikeouts, better average. I don't hate Nicky Ahmed. You want to take him as
3: the 20th shortstop? I'm very fine with that. Weekdays, 2 p.m. Eastern on the Fantasy Sports Network and on your popular podcast providers.
1: Indeed knows finding the right hire takes time away from your business. Hiring a qualified data engineer felt like a second job. More job seekers use Indeed than any other site, so there's no better place to find someone with the skills you're looking for. I needed someone with
20: a master's in computer science and database experience.
1: Plus, Indeed screener questions help you find your shortlist fast. Now I'm back to having just one job. See why more than 3 million companies worldwide use indeed to hire post your job at indeed.com slash hire indeed the world's number one job site source com score total visits dad what are you doing cramming for college
21: i'm the one going to college yeah but we need to figure out how we're going to pay for it all discover student loans discover does student loans yeah they're one of the top student loan lenders in the country it takes 15 minutes or less to apply and there are no fees for the life of the loan best of all i can earn cash rewards if i get good grades really yeah we still have time to apply and get a great rate So I can just chill. College kids still say that, right? No one says that, Dad. Really? Yeah. Visit discoverstudentloans.com
8: to apply today. Limitations apply.
3: Made Sailors is the leading cleaning service in New York City and Boston. We service homes, offices, corporate apartments, and Airbnb turnarounds. Give us a call or a text at 212-299-5170 to book now. That's 212-299-5170. Use the promo code FNTSY for 15% off your first call. For more information, go to Madesailors.com. That's Madesailors.com. Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Frank Stanfield.
11: Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today, live on the Sports Grid TV network. You hear the music. We're shipping up to Boston. That is right. Our fantasy baseball preview for the Boston Red Sox starts now. We've obviously covered the Toronto Blue Jays already. If you want to catch that, you could watch or listen on demand. Yesterday, we went through the starting lineup of the Toronto Blue Jays. We went through their rotation. We went through some prospects. We spoke about Nate Pearson. We spoke about Anthony Kay as well. Uh, So you can go back and watch it on demand if you want to find out any of our thoughts when it comes to the Toronto Blue Jays. Again, we will be talking about the Boston Red Sox, an interesting team to figure out this upcoming season. What is the motivation for the Boston Red Sox? Are they just kind of, you know, kicking the tires here? Are they just kind of you know throwing in the towel on the uh, on the 2020 season? Obviously, they trade away Mookie Betts. They're dealing with the injury to Chris Sale right now. The rotation. Already looks like it's, you know, shaky at best. Uh, And then this lineup now is void of Mookie Betts. So let's dive into this lineup. I know that we have a graphic made, guys. If we could throw that up now uh, with the lineup, projected lineup of the Boston Red Sox here in the 2020 season. Uh, Expected to lead off for the team, Andrew Benintendi. What should we expect from Andrew Benintendi this season, obviously had the huge letdown last year in a season with the juice ball, only hit 13 home runs with 68 RBI, and his stolen base attempts went from 24 in 2019, uh, to in 2018 to 13 stolen base attempts last year in 2019 so obviously he wasn't as aggressive on the base pats the one thing I will say about Andrew Benintendi that I liked from his season last year and there's not much he improved against left-handed pitching last year he had 269 with a 796 OPS and you see the stats here from 2018 to 2019 everyone expected Andrew Benintendi to take That next step in 2019, in fact, he he went the other way. So you see it here. In 2018, wound up hitting 16 home runs with 87 ribbies, 103 runs scored, uh, and 21 stolen bases last year, just 13 home runs, 10 stolen bases. It was a mess of a season for Andrew Benatendi. What I will say about him as well is projected to lead off for the Boston Red Sox. It's obviously a really good spot to be in this lineup, hitting ahead of guys like Rafael Devers, Xander Bogarts, J.D. Martinez. If things break right for Benintendi, his ADP right now is around 110, 115 over at the NFBC. If he fulfills his upside, he is someone who can be one of those mid-round steals of the draft. Again, that is Andrew Benintendi of the Red Sox. Currently, I don't have any shares of him. I haven't drafted him uh, because the quality of contact is just not great. Doesn't have a high exit velocity. Um, doesn't have a high hard contact rate. It's just, I think he is who he is. He's a 15 home runs, 10 stolen bases. Solid OBP, he'll score some runs, but really doesn't uh, produce much else. There are other outfielders going in that range that I think have more upside. Someone like maybe an Oscar Mercado, maybe a Byron Buxton a couple of rounds later can give you a power-speed combination. Uh, And with that, I will welcome in my co-host... Craig Mish live from Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. Uh, Craig, so far, I've only gotten to the leadoff man for the Boston Red Sox, Andrew Benintendi, so you really didn't miss much. How is everything going out there uh, at the Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium? Obviously, you are covering the Marlins and Orioles later on today. How's everything going, man?
31: It's going good, Frank, and yeah, we'll have a full preview of the Orioles tomorrow and uh, had a chance to catch up with uh, a lot of their players, their manager and general manager, so that'll be good for our show tomorrow, but... Uh, Yeah, I mean, look, spring training is basically at a halfway part if you include all the times of reporting. And so I think for a lot of teams, and very specifically some of the teams that we'll be looking at and trying to find those gems on those lower-end teams, there's some real competition going on. And I was surprised how much uh, competition there really is genuinely for the Orioles. So uh, on tomorrow's show, we'll have that. Look, as far as the Red Sox are concerned, I think it all comes down to the same thing, and we'll talk about it throughout the show Uh, This is a team that has below and really lowered expectations for where they have been in, I don't know, Frank, has it been like a decade? It feels like this is it, like this is the first time that they seem to be taking a step back. Uh, I think you have to ask yourself the question at this point, did they make the right moves? Did they do everything the right way, considering uh, they counted on the Yankees being healthy for 162 games? Now they don't have Judge, now they don't have Stanton, now they don't have Severino if Boston would have kept everything intact and maybe Chris Sale was healthy, Boston could certainly chase for the American League East. But from a fantasy perspective, I think we also have to lower our expectations a little bit. It's a dynamic that we haven't seen in a long time.
11: Yeah, I think we do have to lower our expectations, uh, specifically in terms of counting stats. Obviously, losing a player of Mookie Betts' caliber, an MVP caliber player, means that you know there are going to be less RBI opportunities for guys like Devers and Xander Bogarts and J.D. Martinez. I'm not completely downgrading them, but I think you have to uh, at least take that into consideration when projecting these players in terms of their RBI outputs, not having a player like Mookie Betts at the top of that lineup. Speaking of the Boston Red Sox lineup, let's run through this once again. Andrew Bennon. Ben- Tendi, expected to lead off here for the Boston Red Sox, followed by Rafael Devers, who just had the magical season last year, Uh, wound up hitting 311 with 32 home runs, 129 runs scored, 115 ribbies, and even chipped in eight stolen bases, was a lot more aggressive at the plate, uh, and also cut down the strikeouts as well. Reminds me of a Javier Baez, where swings at a lot of pitches outside the zone, but also makes a lot of contact as well. I think he has a little bit more plate discipline than someone like Javier Baez as well. Well, Xander Bogarts batting third in this lineup really reminds me of uh, an Anthony Rendon at the shortstop position, just solid across the board, good batting average, 25 to 30 home runs, solid counting stats as long as he can stay healthy. He's making his spring training debut today for the Boston Red Sox. He is dh for them as he was dealing with an ankle injury early on in spring training. J.D. Martinez still expected to hit cleanup for this lineup. Uh, When you're looking at J.D. Martinez, one of the premier power hitters in the game, 36 or more home runs in three straight seasons. Has hit over 300 for four straight seasons. Reminds me of a Juan Soto going in the second round in terms of what he can give you, except for stolen bases. So obviously you're going to get an elite four-category contributor out of J.D. Martinez. He just needs to stay healthy, something he has been able to do each of the past two seasons. Again, that is uh, J.D. Martinez going in the second round of drafts.
10: You don't have to wait for amazing deals on a new floor. Get spring Black Friday deals right now at Lumber Liquidators Flooring. This week, save up to 35% on gorgeous hardwood and waterproof final floors. Plus, we can arrange for installation by professional, independent contractors. And with special financing, you can get started today. These are the floors homes are built on. Lumber Liquidators Flooring.
17: Imagine this is your money
8: Now you can get podcasts of all your favorite Sports Byline shows delivered right to your computer automatically so you can listen when and where you want, as many times as you want, on your PC or on your iPod. Never miss your favorite show. Just go to sportsbyline.com and click on the Get Podcast button next to your favorite shows. Visit sportsbyline.com
15: today.
11: Is Of the top four batters, Benintendi going in the middle rounds, Devers a second-round pick, uh, Bogart's an early-round pick, uh, J.D. Martinez a a borderline first-round, second-round pick as well. Who are you most likely to target on draft day of the top four hitters in the Red Sox lineup, Craig?
31: I I think because of the value, it'll probably be Andrew Benintendi. And, you know, you showed the split comparison before of him from 2018 to 2019. Take a look at 2017 to 2019. It's a real stark difference there. And uh, and I think that there's got to be some fire with him this year. I, I mean, I think he's got to realize he went from arguably one of the most popular and had the highest expectations of anybody in the minor leagues for them, and then all of a sudden, you know, has really, uh, you know, dropped off three straight years in a row so i think that there's going to be a big bounce back from him and based on where you're getting him in fantasy drafts i think he's worth the investment uh so he's the main guy for me Uh, jd martinez is the least sexy fantasy player maybe in all of baseball but the bottom line it's 30 home runs it's close to 100 rbis great on base percentage great average uh phenomenal hitter
11: he is Craig Mish. He's live from Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium. He's covering the Marlins and Orioles, who will be playing later on today, about an hour and a half from now as well. Coming up next, we'll talk about the Red Sox projected rotation and their bullpen. We'll do that here on Fantasy Sports Today, live on the Sports Grid TV Network. Did we just become best friends? Yep. The best friends forever. With Adalberto Mondesi, I have him as my ninth shortstop off the board, just behind Glaber Torres, Xander Bogarts, and Javier Baez, which means I'm probably not going to have any Adalberto Mondesi this this upcoming season, Greg, because he is somebody who is creeping up draft boards right now. I love it. You're all about speed, average, and runs. And now I have a guy ranked higher and you don't want
12: the speed, average, and runs. He anymore. doesn't hit average, Greg. He's a we'll 250 hitter.
3: Weekdays, 3 to 4 p.m. Eastern on the Sports Grid Network.
5: we
6: Packages start at $39.99 a month with signed agreement. Restrictions apply. Seek to a representative for complete offer details. See Vivint.com for license details. Homeowners, if you're looking for the best in home security and smart home technology at a price you can actually afford, we have great news. You can now get Vivint's award-winning smart home security systems starting at about a dollar a day. U.S. News and World Report has recognized Vivint as the top home security system of 2019. Calling the Vivint system the best for a complete package of home security and automation, the best home security system, and the best home security system with cameras. And right now, you can get Vivint's best and smart technology for a dollar a day. Plus, get free professional installation. Protect your home and loved ones for as little as a dollar a day. Call right now for your home security consultation. Call 800-282-5112. 800-282-5112. That's 800-282-5112.
3: Fantasy Sports Today with Craig Mish and Frank Stanfield.
11: Welcome back to Fantasy Sports Today live on the Sports Creative TV Network. Shout out to Bavona hitting us with the Sweet Caroline. As we preview the Boston Red Sox today here from a fantasy baseball perspective. And in case you were just checking in last segment and you're wondering, where is Craig Mish? Why is he sitting with a door behind him? He's currently inside of the press box at Roger Dean Chevrolet Stadium covering the Marlins and Oreos. Craig, uh, how's the weather out there? How are things going? Uh, how's the press box treating you? Joe Ranieri said it's a little cold. They have the air conditioner too high. Uh,
31: no, I, I mean, look, it's baseball. It's uh, Florida. It's... It's the early March. I mean, only Joe Ranieri can have a complaint, honestly, on that. I mean, really. What's there to complain about? He's got free food. He's got free drinks. He's watching a baseball game. He's hanging out with me, Frank. I don't know. Always something with Joe.
11: Yeah, how's he going to complain? You know, he he did say before, uh, before you joined the show that he saw you scarfing down a hot dog and drinking a beer at 11 a.m. The other day oh, you made fun of the me. King Scott Engel for that eating hot me. dogs at 9 a.m., uh, Craig, you might need to de- defend yourself on this one.
31: No, that that wasn't me. That wasn't me. You know, typical Joe. <laughs> you know, next week we got the Yankees here. I'm like, yeah, you want to come? We're going to be back here for the live broadcast next Wednesday. <laughs>
18: oh, the Yankees. Forget about it.
31: What do they got? They got nobody. They got nobody. They're all hurt. No, I'm just kidding. You <laughs> didn't say anything. We're going to bring him back next week uh, <laughs> for, for another uh, preview. But, uh, yeah, I mean, look, this is something that I've done for at least 30 years covering baseball, covering spring training, and uh, it's great to be able to do our first live show here and, and, uh, and be able to talk and, and go over everything. And the other part of it, too, is as we talk about here on the show, uh, you know, sometimes when you're talking to players and you're interviewing coaches and executives, you, sometimes you get stuff, sometimes you don't that can help you on your fantasy team. But I can tell you there is absolutely without a doubt tomorrow a nugget that we will have for fantasy baseball in 2020, without a doubt, no question about it. So that's what we're trying to do. And, and look, we are the only show that's able to do this uh, anywhere in the country to be able to be at games or at least choose to be at games on the field and actually speak to the people who are involved in this process. So uh, I'm proud to be able to do it and um, and happy that SportsGrid is, uh, is able to help me out doing it as well.
11: That is called a tease from a professional broadcaster, Craig Mish. Tune in tomorrow for our Baltimore Orioles Nuggets from a fantasy perspective. Again, there is no other fantasy show that is broadcasting live from spring training or getting player interviews as well. Uh, Again, that is Craig Mish doing a fantastic job out there at spring training. All right, Craig, let's jump into the Boston Red Sox projected rotation and their bullpen as well in terms of their closer situation uh, with Brandon Workman expected to handle uh, most of those duties this upcoming season season. Uh, Normally, the ace of the Boston Red Sox, we know, would be Chris Sale. Obviously, dealing with the injury, we got an update from Ron Renick. Uh, saying that he is going for a second opinion. So it doesn't sound good when it comes to Chris Sale. No. And of course, last night in the Tout Wars mixed league draft, uh, he still managed to go in the fourth round. How? I have wow. no idea. How are you drafting Chris Sale in the fourth round <laughs> really? right now when you don't know if this guy even has an elbow? It's 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 absolutely insane, Craig. Uh, but I will have to save that for later on in the show Please. when we dive wow. into Tout Wars. Uh, The the second starter in this rotation, Eduardo Rodriguez, Craig, uh, took the step forward last year, managed to stay healthy. I think that's the biggest key when it comes to Eduardo Rodriguez. Pitched 200 innings for the first time in his career, had a big second half, 2.95 ERA in the second half. But I will caution you, because in the first half, Craig, his ERA was 4.65, his XFIP was 4.10. Second half, the ERA, 2.95, his XFIP. 4.10. 4.10. So nothing changed. The walks actually went up from 2.8 walks per nine in the first half to 3.8 walks per nine in the second half. He just got luckier. His strand rate was you know, unsustainable in the second half. His BABIP was a little bit low uh, as well. So, uh, you know, if you are buying that second half of Eduardo Rodriguez, I do caution you to dive a little bit deeper when it comes to him uh, this upcoming season. Rounding out this rotation uh, and Craig, this is a, a who's who of misfits. Martin Perez who has bounced around the league. He was with the Minnesota Twins last year. Improved velocity. Some people were buying in. I was one of those people. Uh, It did not work out for Martin Perez last year, and it didn't work out for him yesterday either when he was on the mound against the New York Yankees and he actually got bombed in the first inning. I think he gave up like six runs, didn't even get out of the first inning. That is Martin Perez. Nathan Navaldi, like Matt Shoemaker from yesterday, I understand that there's injury risk, but I am intrigued by Nathan Navaldi going very late in drafts right now, 2018, 3.81 ERA, one one three WHIP. Started using his cutter more. We know he has the high velocity throws, near 100 miles per hour. Uh, I am in, I am intrigued by Nathan Evaldi as a late round sleeper right now, Craig. Uh, and then Ryan Weber, 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 Ryan. Are you, Weber? Are you sure this uh, graphic is right? I don't know. Um, I'm yeah, uh, I think it is. Boston Red Sox. <laughs> All right, Ryan Weber is the uh, the fish Look starting pitcher rotation. here for the Boston Red Sox. Uh, this is not a great rotation. Uh, Ryan Weber has a career ERA over five in the major leagues. Craig, you know, what do you have on the Boston Red Sox? Are you excited about anybody in this pitching staff right now?
31: Wow, Frank. Like look at look at that graphic right there. I mean, is this real? The two thousand twenty Boston Red Sox? Like, a, like take Chris Sale and eliminate him from that graphic. Eduardo, Rodriguez, Martin Perez, Avaldi, uh, Weber. And what? Like, we don't even know who their fifth starter is going to be. Now, I know that's not a huge factor in April, but they're going to. But look, the the one big misnomer about baseball is for people like us, even in the fantasy industry, we take a look at these things and say, oh, look at their starting five. It's really not that good. Let me tell you something. No team in baseball has five pitchers all season long. It's seven. It's eight. It's 10. It's 12. It's 13. Where in the world are the Red Sox going to go if sale is out? Like, I don't even think they have a 3, 4, or 5 here. And you mentioned Ivaldi. He may be intrigued. I don't know. Frank seems to be intrigued with all the guys that are hurt all the previous year. But that's another story. Uh, look, I mean, if Ivaldi starts, he could be something. But I think he's probably better served out of the bullpen. Remember, they tried to use him as the closer at one point. Uh, look, their, their back of the bullpen seems okay. Workman, who had never been a closer before, did a good job for them last year. If you draft Workman, you have to draft Matt Barnes. I, I don't even think it's close. It is an absolute 1,000% handcuff. I can't say that about a lot of teams in baseball, but you would be doing yourself a huge disservice without having both of these guys. I got to tell you, I think if I had to guess, Frank, going into the 2020 season, if Chris Sale is out for an extended period of time, there's going to be an acquisition by the Red. This is not like the Yankees where they have a couple of kids who are almost ready to pitch in the big leagues and and have some experience using some openers and some high-leverage bullpen guys. I think the Red Sox are going to absolutely, to stay competitive Uh, Either go out in the free agent wire and find somebody that still hasn't signed or sign an extra starter for a team that has one. This is just a brutal-looking rotation as compared to previous Red Sox teams, if it is without Chris Sale.
11: You know, Craig – I used to throw a baseball back in the day, and I am currently a free agent, so uh, maybe the Red Sox will be giving me a call. Nah, honestly, you're right. This rotation is god awful without Chris Sale involved, and things are up in the air right now with Chris Sale. And I think obviously it's not looking good, uh, but we'll have to see. You know, if they dip into free agency or make a trade somehow. Again, I'll keep throwing the name Ross Stripling out there. Everyone knows yeah, that the Dodgers want to trade him. You know, why aren't the Yankees trying to trade for Ross Stripling? Why aren't the Red Sox trying to trade for Ross Stripling? You know, most teams don't have five starters as you mentioned Craig the Los Angeles Dodgers have like 10 so I think that they could afford to give one up right now uh, let's see what happens there you mentioned the back end of the, bu- the bullpen and Brandon Workman has already been named the closer he saved 16 games last year it was his first time in that role and he performed admirably uh, Brandon Workman is someone I've actually been targeting as a closer too you know if I miss out on those top 10 top 12 guys I've landed him a few times as my closer one I realize that it's not ideal but I will say this Craig I feel pretty good about Workman's job security. I don't know why I do. I don't know that I even should because he averaged over five walks per nine last year. But the strikeouts were great, and they tried Matt Barnes last year in the closers role. We remember that to start the season, and he was not good in that role. He was very good in a setup role. And I don't know if you subscribe to the closer mentality at all, Craig, but uh, it doesn't seem like Matt Barnes has it if that is a thing. So I actually feel pretty good about Brandon Workman.
31: Yeah, yeah i I, I think I, I like one
11: of my closures
31: there I think that there is a chance yeah. with Barnes that maybe the second go around is better than the first and that's no indictment on workman whatsoever but uh, I, I all my theory on closures is always the same, and you have to ask yourself this question I've, I've said it before on shows and with you and I'll say it again if Brandon workman, Frank, blows three saves in a row, he's no longer the closer of the Boston Red Sox. And there are probably 20 closers out there that are like that. And he's he's in that category, man. He blows the first one, no big deal. He blows the second one, you start to worry. He blows the third, the manager says we're going to give him a break, and then the other guy comes in and takes over. It's like LeClerc from last year. So, look, he's got a chance to save 40 games. He's got a chance to save five games. I put him in that volatile category. But, uh, yeah, I, I just – I guess – putting our show together in the last 24 hours on this show, I guess I just didn't realize how much sale means to uh, to what the Red Sox are doing and to think if this is an extended injury, and again, ended up winning a world series with Boston. So we got to look at it that way too. They did carry that title with him there and with him fronting that rotation. But if he's out for any extended period of time, Kopech, Mancata, that was a big deal, big trade that they made uh, sending those players over to the Chicago White Sox. And, you know, Boston, at this point, got to wonder what situation would have been better for them. But again, you win a World Series. At that point, You know, Frank, you can't take anything away from them.
11: Absolutely. Before we close out the hour here, let's just take a look at their top prospects in the organization. Guys that might be able to make an impact this season. Obviously, they trade away Mookie Betts. The prize possession in that trade was Alex Verdugo. He's not going to start the year on time. He's dealing with a back injury. Makes a ton of contact. I've seen people compare him to a Michael Brantley light. Hits a ton of line drives. Actually hit left-handed pitching very well last year as a left-handed batter. That's something that I liked about Verdugo. I think when he's in the prime of his career, assuming he's healthy, I think he someone that can approach a 300 batting average give you close to 20 home runs and be one of those middle of the lineup bats for the boston red sox bobby dalbeck is the other name there uh last year hit for a ton of pop in the minor leagues between double a and triple a wound up hitting 27 home runs but does struggle with strikeouts maybe we see bobby dalbeck uh at point at some point this upcoming season all right
15: SA Radio News.